Gentlemen, what's up, you dirty bitches? We're live. Refresh your browser, then you can see us in the Ustream like we are seeing ourselves. I muted it. You fuck. You can't get me. Good job. Yeah. So, hi, everybody. It's a uh, week like. 20 or some shit. This is insane, dude. Yep. We're, this is, uh, we're all the way into May almost. This is April 27th. Is that what it is? Yeah, we started the, what, no, December. Yeah, right? we started at the beginning of the Christmas. year. Christmas. Yeah. We, we basically started at the beginning of the year. And uh, here we are. It was uh, number three last week on the iTunes uh, for podcasts, which is ridiculous because the fucking production value is goddamn awful for iTunes. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. It's kind of cool, though. It's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it's know? fucking cool. They get better. It's yeah. a... <laughs> well, it's definitely, it's garage, but uh, we got a bunch of new shit coming. Um, where right now, this is just my uh, my desk. Um, we have uh, cleaned everything out, and the uh, couch is coming in Thursday, and the green screen slightly after that. We got new... Uh, MP3 audio recorders, some big fucking serious jammies here. Before, look how small this is. Yeah. After, look how insane it is. Look at Ustream's fucking up on me. Well, I, we, I've been watching. We just went from <clears throat> zero to 850 viewers within, what, two minutes? One oh, minute? Oh, yeah, that's what it is. So let's be boring here. So this is some new shit we got to make the sound better for you iTunes people. And thank you very much for putting up with it up to this far. And I appreciate all your suggestions. And... I know people get harsh with their criticisms, but the bottom line is that's your real opinion, and uh, I appreciate it. You know, um, I got a thick skin. I've been in show business for a long time, and most people have been saying I suck ever since day one. So <laughs> you get used to it. But I think all your criticisms are valid. Uh, we're working on the production quality. We have real microphones now. So of course, we have this, and then we also have. I'll have to hold on to this for a second. We bought some serious Sennheiser microphones, just like you would use in a recording studio. So at the end of the day, when all is said and done, alcohol swabs. Alcohol swabs to disinfect it in between We're guests. Clean that shit off, make it all nice, nice. We don't want any guests getting the herbs. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so we're turning this thing into a, a real uh, production studio. We're gonna have cameras on tripods and the whole deal. And I'm stealing a page out of Anthony Cumia's book. Anthony Cumia is uh, one of the dudes from Opie and Anthony. Super cool guy, and he does a badass radio show from his house. Um, and uh, he's one of the ones that gave me really the first inspiration to do it because I saw his setup, and his setup is fucking badass. He has it set up basically just like a real radio show, you know, with like real jamming microphones, and he has a backdrop and a green screen. So I'm, I'm basically stealing all Anthony's idea with his blessing and with all due credit. To Mr. Kumia. You should add something to it, like a hot tub or something. Do you know how crazy Anthony is? Dude, were you, you, you were with us in New York last time. Right. Did you see his gun? Yeah, yeah. He carries the gun around yeah, He has a special permit to, so he can carry a gun everywhere. And it was weird when they brought it up because everyone else in the room was like, oh, no, no, don't, don't talk about guns. Yeah, they were all, <laughs> it was really eerie. They were all, like, they're all concerned about him. They're all worried that he's going to go bananas and kill a bunch of people, which he may very well. Well, guns kind of make that already. If you bring a gun into a room, even if you're comfortable with your gun, you're now like, that guy has a weapon that could kill me. Yeah, that is kind of weird, right? That he wants to do that all the time. I, I have guns, and I appreciate you wanting to shoot them and use them, and it's good to have something in the house to protect yourself because there's a lot of crazy fucks out there, but carrying one everywhere is just a little strange. But yeah. I guess, hey, what the fuck? It's like... That, better to have one. Yeah, what's that expression? Uh, better to need it and to have it than to not need it and have it? Something like that, yes. Yeah, what? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but, if, you know... 
better to not have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. That's the expression. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's fucking walking around strapped. That's crazy. <laughs> he's a big ass fucking gun too, man. He's got a Glock on him at all times with talons, black talon bullets. I have some of those too. But black talons are like, they don't make them anymore, man. They shred you up. Really? Like black I... talons, they don't just go through you. As it goes through you, it spreads out. It's like, like talons, like it shreds the inside of your body wow. out. Yeah, from maximum Like a mortar damage. grenade or something like that. Yeah, man. And he carries a gun. Are those even legal? Those or they just stop making them? Oh, they're still legal if you have them. If you have them, you're grandfathered in, I believe. Oh, really? But you can't go out and get them. Weird. And Anthony's one of those guys, and he finds out that, oh, these fucks, they're making things illegal. He'll go out to the store and buy, like, fucking, you know, like, wheelbarrow fulls. He's yeah. crazy. He's got, like, a, a room in his office or in his house that used to be a walk-in closet where his girl used to keep her shit. And now it's an armory. It's an armory. His room is all guns and ammunition and rifles and AK-47s and fucking pistols and everything. Wow. And it's got alarms. Like, you have to press separate alarms to get into that room. Retinal scanning. He's like the goddamn Punisher, man. Yeah. He's got a fucking room in his house with an alarm on it dedicated to guns. You open the door. It's all lit, you know, with, like, cool lighting and he shit. He calls it the compound, too. Yeah, his house is the compound. Yeah. He's... He's a loon, man, but he, but being a loon makes for fun radio. He's fucking great on the radio. Man. He's hilarious. He's just a funny guy. I like that yeah, guy. He's a, yeah, that's one of the coolest radio shows to do. I have been doing them since like 2000. This is a fucking great show. It's so much fun. It's just the best hang. You know, Jim Norton is the funniest guy on radio for sure. That guy's goddamn hilarious on the radio. Just mean and nasty and quick. Like his the, the shit that he says, like... Anytime there's some new thing in the news, he's always got like a million. And he's riffing. He's just riffing, just talking shit about people. You know, if you haven't listened to them, Opie and Anthony, every radio show is hit and miss. You know, I mean, you can't, even this fucking thing we're doing, obviously, is hit and miss. You can't be awesome all the time because it's just talking. You know, it's like when you talk for hours at a time, they're talking for like four hours at a time. There's going to be times when you're doing something that sucks. Did you follow the Tito shit at all? <sighs> Should we talk about that? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got to talk about it because I think it's very okay. crazy, especially if you're following it through If you don't TMZ. know, and if you don't know, tell, tell everybody what this Well, is. supposedly Tito was just arrested for allegedly uh, beating up Jenna Jameson. And, and then he came out and said, I never hit her. Uh, she has a big oxy, was it oxycotton? Yeah. Oxycotton problem. She, you know, she's fucked up on drugs and that's it. So what I thought, I thought that was just weird. And then I was watching this clip on TMZ. Where it was Jenna saying, he did not beat me up. We had an altercation, you know, but he did not beat me up. People are thinking he's a wife beater. Then, like a half hour later, an hour later, Tito puts out a press conference saying, hey, she is fucked up on Oxycontin. And then immediately her story now is wearing an arm brace. He beat me up and threw me in a hot I tub. I think she had the arm brace in the, even in the beginning. Really? Yeah. But, but saying that he beat me up and threw me in a hot tub and That's all this shit. That's a good shit. move, throwing a chick in a hot tub. If you're gonna if you're gonna throw a chick into something, well, hot tub you can bang her up. Yeah, but she's a porn star, so you, you should be allowed to throw her in a hot tub. No. That comes along with uh, dating a porn Listen, star. I threw her retired. in a porn star to fuck her. She retired in 2008. But uh, um, so I think she had a I think we she had the uh, the thing on her arm in the beginning. Did she? Yeah, but. but but it is kind of weird changed. how the story changed, right? Well, if she does have that problem, that's a terrible problem, and I I know a dude who had that problem. For a long time and he uh, he got prescriptions from he lived in Texas and he moved to LA and he got prescriptions from both doctors he just couldn't help himself he's very self-indulgent and he just got whacked out on that shit but uh, apparently it's hard it's easy it's hard to get off and easy to get on 
Like you just start popping it. And we we talked before on this show about a documentary, and we'll just briefly say it. If you haven't seen it, just Google the OxyContin Express, and it's all about how many people are addicted to this stuff in Florida with their wacky laws. Florida doesn't have a database of doctors. So the way my friend did it, he got a prescription in Texas and he got a prescription here in California and then he started using both of them at the same time, getting both of them refilled and I'll get all fucking loony. But in Florida, you can go to like 100 doctors. You don't, they don't have a database of doctors. That's crazy. It's, it's scary shit because it's like, for sure, it's pharmaceutical companies. They absolutely know what the fuck they're doing with this stuff. They have, they've been accused and, and convicted, or, or it's been proven rather, that they lied about the, uh, the addiction qualities of uh, OxyContin, that they knew and suppressed information. They knew that it was super, super addictive. I mean, it's basically, it's heroin in a pill form. When they call it hillbilly heroin, that's really what it is. If you've never been to Florida, folks, you might want to go just to see these things called pain management centers. I mean, you know how people go on vacation to see like the Great Wall of China? You might want to go see, on vacation to see the pain management centers because it's a fucking trip. Yeah. It's a heroin store. Shit's fucked up, but I mean, do do you think? Did you see her reaction in the video? Did you see like the like? Yes. She kind of looks. Here's here's the problem. Here's the problem with both of them. Right. Is I like both of them. I can't talk about them. I like Tito and and you know I met Jenna back when she was with her old husband and she's always been very nice. She's still with him. I heard. I heard that they never got a divorce. I don't. I don't know. Well, either way. She's always been nice to me, and I can't talk shit about her. But yeah, it's not. Un- it's, the whole thing's unfortunate. I'll tell you who I can talk shit about, though. That, that faggot that was fucking Larry King's wife, and now he's talking about it, all like right. left and right, right, giving up all the juice. Like, it was bad enough when all these women were coming out about Tiger Woods and the Jesse James chicks trying to make her money. Like, it's, that's bad enough. But this fucking guy that's been banging Larry King's wife is the biggest bitch out of all of them. This fucking guy, okay, was the baseball coach for Larry King's kids, okay? He starts banging Larry King's wife, and he's banging Larry King's wife in Larry King's bed while Larry King's show is being filmed. Because Larry King wants to know where his wife is at all times, so he makes her watch the show, at least according to this guy, so that he can quiz her. Like, what did you think about my show? Did I ask Tom Cruise the right questions? And so she has to be ready to answer. So he's banging her, and as he's banging her, she's like watching the show, making sure she pays attention to what, you know, fucking Paris Hilton has to say to Larry King. No way. And this fucking guy gave up everything, man. He's such a fucking snitch bitch. Wow. I mean, this is a man, okay? This isn't a, a, a wounded female who, you know, dated a guy for a long time and he told her he loved her and she thought that she was going to leave him. They're, you know, th- that's not what's happening here. This is not a, this is a man. This is a fucking man. A man who knew the deal right from the get-go. And apparently she started buying him shit. Look, she's, he's a young guy, okay? And she's hot for Larry King. But this guy was like, I'm in love with you, I want to marry you. This fucking guy was doing to her the same thing rich women do to older men. The same thing that fucking Larry King's wife was doing to Larry King. She was trying to get paid. And he was trying to get paid too. And now he's like just spilling the beans for just all these magazines. And he's talking about his acting career and Larry King helped him. So like kind of like Tito's telling the mother of his two children that my uh, wife is a meth, meth head, you know, and stuff like that. Now that's kind of like... Breaking a weird kind of trust, like, hey, the woman that mothered your two children, hey, TMZ, no, she's on meth. Uh, she's oxycontin. a meth oxycontin, oxycontin, oxycontin or whatever. 
Well, yes, I can see your point, but if you want to help somebody, maybe that would be the thing to do to make it public. If someone's going wacky and accusing you of doing shit that you didn't do. It's telling everybody the whole entire world and trying to ruin that person's Well, telling the whole entire world that you're a wife beater, if that's not true. Yeah, but if you have a drug problem and you love that person, you know that then, all right, come on. Well, you know, we, a, we both know people with drug problems. We, we, I guess we can't really talk about it, but this is... Yeah, it's we kind can't of talk about people with drug problems, right. but isn't it interesting when someone has a drug problem? Like, how do you... Uh, the, the interesting question is, and if you don't know anybody that has a drug problem out there, well, how lucky are you? You're so lucky, because it's one of the saddest fucking things when you know someone who's addicted to anything. I've known people that were addicted to gambling. You know, I know a lot of dudes that are addicted to pussy. And that's real. You know, there, there's people that are addicted to things. They're not just trying to get legs because they're horny. They're just fucking, they're obsessive, you know? And there's there's drugs that will fucking, for sure, take over someone's body. And what do you do about it? We've had the problem. We've had problems with yeah. friends of ours. You know, like, what do you do about it? My friend Johnny, my best friend growing up, my, my good dude that I used to play pool with and hang out with in New York, he died from drugs. He died, he was 33 years old. You know, it could happen to anybody, anybody that fucks around with drugs like Oxycontins and heroin and meth and stuff like that and, and coke, you can get caught. And what do you do? What do you do if your friend gets caught? You rat him out? The fuck do you do? I don't think ratting out, at least not when you're in a situation where you're rat, not only ratting him out to the whatever authorities, right. whatever, you're ratting him out to every single person in the world. And when you're mm-hmm. in a field where you are based off your your persona, like, you're, right. like she, her, she makes money of who she is, and like you know she's playing like a role. Right. You so know? he, you think he fucked up he, by talking he just shit? Destroyed her, her, you know, Tiger Woods style her in front of Twitter, in front of everybody, in front of everything, her career. And the mother of their two ch- right. children. But if he didn't do that, let's just say, let's just play devil's advocate. If he didn't do that, so let's say that she just got super dramatic and fell down and decided to call the cops. Or maybe he grabbed her when she was doing something wacky and she fell down or hurt herself. Let's just, I don't know if that happened. And I'm, I'm certainly not defending anybody who would do anything to a, a woman, you know, for no reason like that. I mean, anybody who loses their temper and physically assaults a woman. I'm not defending that. But... I've been in situations where people have accused me of things that I haven't done. And I know people that have been accused of rape. And I know... You want to tell your story? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's I, tell his story, because Brian has a great story. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm kind of in the same situation. Back in the day, I uh, dated a girl that was completely... How many, this is a long time ago. This How many is years like ago? 10 years ago. 10 so. years ago, okay. I dated this girl that was a blackout, crazy drunk. Like, every time, like, like her parents were drunk. Uh, since she was 18, she'd black out every day. Just drank, like, boons, like five bottles of boons. And how old was she when you were dating her? Uh, I would say she was, like, 22. Something like that, 21, 22, something like that. And uh, I broke up with her because she was just one of those girls that would like cheat on you like five times a day. You're just like, come on. You're just, My first girl was like that too. You still got a dick in you. <laughs> <laughs> Take the dick out first and then, you know. But, but no, uh, so one time it was like, it was always one of those things like I'd break up with her and then I was like, oh God, she has big tits. I got, you know, you know, yeah. oh, I gotta fuck her again. But, but then one time it was like six months go by, she was trying and trying and finally I'm like, all right, look, it's my sister's birthday this weekend. We're going to go out and have some drinks if you want to come out, but you have to be cool. You know, you can't, you know, whatever. And so she came out fucking stupid. <laughs> it was blackout drunk, fucking embarrassing people. You know, I had to like get her in the car and stuff. We get back to my house and uh, I'm like, look, I'm going to bed. You can crash downstairs. 
uh, or or you sh- I can call you a cab or something, but you're not allowed to drive. And she goes, I'm fucking driving, yeah. Starts breaking my shit, just destroying my house. I'm talking about taking picture frames and smashing it, throwing things. Like I had this huge dent in my refrigerator where she threw something at my refrigerator. Like it was like, and I'm like grabbing her, like stop, stop, you know, get the fuck out of my house, you crazy woman. <laughs> and so I opened the door, throw her outside. I, I literally threw, not like hey, threw her against a brick wall or anything. I just like pushed her out the front door, slammed the door, went upstairs, went to bed, and. Forgot how, all about it. How bold are you? I was like, that's a bold pimp move. Right I, I was there. like, let you do it. Well, if you saw what, it. if you saw the the shit that she was doing did in my house, did you not look out the door to see where she went or anything? I did not care. I was so upset because my. I, Wouldn't I, you just assume she would just start lighting your house on fire? Yeah, I think to a point, I probably looked outside to see if like she walked down to her, her car or something like that, you know. But what, what she did was go to my neighbors, start banging on their door at 2 in the morning, and go, he threw me outside, he won't drive me home, call the police, I need to go. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I See, slept that's through, why you have to pay attention. I slept through all this. Oh, I, no. I guess the cops came, oh, I, no. I, 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 whatever. And I was just like, I remember, then I woke up in the morning, casually went downstairs, making coffee, get a doorbell, ring the door, open the door, and the cops said, hey, Brian. Damn, we wish you wouldn't answer the answer the door. We need to arrest you. And I'm like, what? And they're like, well, we got three charges for your arrest. I guess uh, you you wouldn't uh, drive her home, and you wouldn't let her leave the the, the house or something like that. Because I wouldn't let her drive. It was unlawful restraint. Because I wouldn't. Uh, you wouldn't give her keys. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't give her keys because she was blackout oh. wasted. Oh god, you should have called the cops. I should have called the cops. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah. But when you're like young and okay, so 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 you were falsely accused. Sort of, you were involved in a fucked up situation where it's basically it's a form of karma. I mean, you you were involved with someone you shouldn't have been involved should with. Shouldn't have you been. Knew, in the, yeah. your instincts were telling you to avoid them. Yeah, and absolutely, the tits sucked you back in. Tits sucked me right back in. Like, <sighs> like, so. Anyways, I got all these charges against me, and then I had to go to court, spend I think it was twenty thousand dollars in court fees. I had to go to all these different things. Like I went to this, had to go to a, a psychiatrist that they made you go to. Uh, and this is, by the way, all nicknamed the O.J. Simpson law. Because after the O.J. Simpson trial, they now have it. Like a woman, if a woman wanted to, she could go through the phone book and go, arrest this person. They hit me. And without asking anything or anything, they have to automatically arrest that person, put them in the system. Don't tell people this shit. Just kidding. <laughs> People are going to start using so, anyway, so it. We're, we're not responsible for yeah, anything. Right, right. So, Brian just made that up. Yeah, made that up. So I, so I had to go to like these psychiatrists, and this one person, he was like uh, the deciding factor. If this person says that they, they believe I'm a crazy woman beater, then it has to go to trial. And so we sit down, oh and, and then he goes, excuse me, what was the woman's name? This is in the psychiatrist meeting. I'm like, I told her her name, and they're like, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to stop this right now. I actually graduated with her. I'm going to have to get my partner in on this. And so he couldn't interview me. And so then he's like, psh, psh, to the partner, I'm like, all right, this is this guy's friend, you know, that went to school with this girl. The guy sat and listens to me five minutes and goes, yes, this is go to trial. He is out of control. And the whole time I'm like, uh, I went home. She was going crazy. I stepped up, you know, and so then... I had to go to court. So this guy liked the girl or something? She went to high school. They graduated together in the same oh class. Oh, my. 
God. So he hooked it up for his friend. For, well, if you worked with your, your partner and you're like, hey, I went to school with this girl, fuck this guy up. You know, right, you right, know right. that's probably what happened. So oh, I had to go, God. then go to back to court to get the judge to approve like a separate person. Because I had to say, look, they went to high school together and then, you know, they whispered. So then I had to go to this you, other. You, but you got that off? Yeah, I had to go to court though, pay an extra, what, $10,000 or something. Oh, <laughs> get that. Then finally, what happens? They dropped everything. Uh, this is like $20,000 worth of court fees, going to court for about two years. They dropped everything for, uh, what's that ticket where you can go outside and just scream outside? Uh, uh, it's like a minor ticket. It's like a $50 ticket. Disturbing the peace? Yeah, disturbing the peace. <laughs> but it's called something else. It's called something else. Okay. Uh, but I got that. Let's see if any of these fucking... What's it called? Degenerates will know what that means. Uh... Yeah, but so and so it got all that dropped to that end. The day Mr. Jones nine thirty says, "Let's hear the real story." You Chris Brown that bitch. <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay. No, and the, the, and the, what's funny is I have a uh, mugshot, and in the mugshot I have a black eye, <laughs> and my nose is all fucked up because From she her. threw something at me and it hit you in the and face. hit me in the face, and I didn't even know uh, about it. When I, so the moral of the story is, if you know a crazy bitch, get the fuck away from her. Disorderly conduct. Disorderly. But here's the, here's the funniest thing is right uh, that right when I did that, the next day after the trial where they ended it and say, all right, disorderly conduct, pay a ticket. Uh, she called me. She goes, I want you to know, I'm so sorry about this. I actually didn't press charges or anything. The police pressed charges and they wouldn't let me. They wouldn't drop the charges. That's the true. That's yeah. a true story. And she's like, yeah. I had nothing to do with this. I was pissed mm. off that night. That's all that happened. I went to the cop. So great. Well, that's the truth. Uh, that that is a, a part of the law. If you get accused of uh, any sort of domestic violence, the police have to try the case. Right. The, you know, the law has to try the case. Yeah. It can't. Woman can't just drop it. You can't drop domestic violence cases. Yeah. Pretty nutty when you think about it. Yeah. You know that that is the problem. There's a lot of people that do a lot of fucked up things to human beings for sure, and there should be laws to protect people. But we don't know wh who's telling the fucking truth. And if you run in, in bad circles and you hang out with crazy bitches, you can have a bad situation. Right. So that's what sucks about this whole thing with them because they're celebrities. If all that shit was on TMZ, Tito and Jenna, mm -hmm. if all my shit was on TMZ, that would be intense. People would think that you're a, a woman beater. Yeah. Yeah. Automatically. Oh, sure. I already just told you, soon, probably half the people there think I'm lying. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never had a chick hit me. I had a chick swing on me once and I ducked under and grabbed her. Right. And then I calmed her down, and then it got okay after that. Right. But I've never, you know, I've never been in a situation where I hated somebody, where I was with them and I hated them. But I know people who have, man. I know people that, that are in relationships that they fucking hate, you know? And it's almost always people that had really fucked up parents. It's almost always people that had parents that fought, and for some reason, they think that it's normal. And especially when you're young, they kind of like it. Because they think it makes them feel like an adult, like they're doing like adult type shit, like their parents did. They're fucking screaming and yelling at each other. Like there's been many times, especially when I was way way younger, in my uh, early days, before I had a grip on the type of girls to date and the type of girls not to date. If a girl was hot, I would date her. It didn't matter if she yelled at me. I mean, you had to be really fucked up for me to break up with you, you know. Especially in Boston, because it's so hard to get laid in Boston. In Boston, if you're single, you're fucked. It's not like too much stevia. No, I got all grinds you know, oh, at the yeah. end. <laughs> I, I, I make cowboy coffee. I make coffee with a French press, and at the end of it, there's you get grinds. But I like it. It's all That's gritty. Good. But what you know, it's so hard to get laid, you know, in Boston. And when you're a teenager, man, 
I don't know about you, but me, when I was a teenager, I had to get laid. To stay sane, I had to get laid. Otherwise, sex was all I thought about all fucking day. You know, nature has you primed for that. Nature has it set up so that if you're not fucking, okay, and if you're like 17, 18 years old and you're not fucking, that's all you're going to be thinking about. You're not going to be able to concentrate on anything. And you can get distracted so easy. You could get just completely removed from whatever path you're on if you're trying to, you know become a fucking sprinter in the Olympics or you're trying to, you know, become an author. Whatever you're doing, if you're not getting laid, a girl can come in and just just fuck up the whole situation just by giving you pussy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's but when, you know, you're thirty something years old and you've been around the block a few times, then then it becomes a matter of, okay, who's the dummy here? You know, who's the one who's being silly? You know, why why are you getting involved with these crazy bitches? Yeah. This is what people need to do. First of all, you need to get your own shit together. That's like number one. You need to be a happy person. And you know, a lot of people don't like weed, but here's one of the things that weed is really good for. If you smoke weed and get paranoid and you start freaking out about things, almost always those things that you're freaking out about are things that are in your subconscious that you're not comfortable about. They're things that have been bothering you for a long time and you've been just trying to push them to the back of your head. And when you smoke pot, whatever it is about pot, especially when you get too high, what there's some there's a quality to marijuana that makes you think about shit that you're suppressing. It makes you think about things from your past that you don't like. It makes you think about like things that you did, and it makes you think about like your own issues, you know. And especially like marijuana and the isolation tank together, dude. You haven't even used my tank. Have you done the isolation tank lately? Have you been still doing that? I a always lot? do it. Yeah. yeah, I always do it. I wanted to do it last night, but I was too tired. I had to get up early in the morning and do radio for Montreal. I'm in Montreal um, May 8th, I believe. Something like that. At the Metropolis. Yeah. Is it May 8th? Metrop- I think Metropolis it's May. in May, May. It might be May 7th or 8th. 7th or 8th. Should I find out? I probably sure. should. By the way, your uh, Twitter name is now Joe Rogan. Yes. So it's not JoeRogan.net anymore. Yeah, there was. Uh, I uh, fucking. I scored. I uh, got it back. There's apparently a thing where you can, where you can um, uh, report when people are uh, hijacking your image. They're squatting your name. Yeah. You know what's funny is that when they they switched it over, they just deleted Joe's JoeRogan.net name, so they just let it free again. Like so, anyone <laughs> could get it. And so I grab, I noticed it right away, and I grabbed it, but I didn't tell Joe. And I looked at it. I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> somebody got my shit. So I sent a, an email thing to him, a message to him, saying, hey, I will give you uh, a, a, an autographed DVD and a CD if you give me that. <laughs> I should have played along, but I was like, because I know how much you hate practical jokes, I wasn't even gonna do it. But <laughs> thank you very but much. But it's funny because like, I don't know if you looked at the photo. If you go to JoeRogan.net now on the Twitter, if you look at the photo, I made his head more tilted so it looked gayer. <laughs> You'd be more pissed. You'd be like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I got it. It's uh, May seventh. <clears throat> May seventh. I'm in the uh, metropolis in Montreal. So anyway, we were talking about having crazy people in your life and sex and isolation tanks. And isolation tanks and get well about having good good relationships. Like the best way to to have a good relationship, you got to be comfortable with who the fuck you are. You know, and if you got a lot of issues, a lot of stuff that's bothering you, you know, 
that's going to fuck up any chance you have of communicating well with other people. Because as soon as you get comfortable with that other person, when you first meet someone, you don't really let them in and you sort of project who you want to be to this person. And then the person does the same thing to you. But after like a few months or a few weeks, depending on you know how good your act is, most people, you get to know who the fuck they really are and what their real issues are You know, after a while. When they start yelling at you, when they get upset at you for no reason or something, you start like tuning it all in and going, oh, okay, you're fucking bananas. You know, you got to not be bananas in order to get someone who's not bananas. Like people, dudes will always say like, yeah, man, I'm fucking trying to find a good girl, dude. I'm just tired of all these bitches. I'm like, meanwhile, you're a mess, bro. You're a fucking mess. You're a loon. You hate your stepdad. You know, you want to fucking beat dudes up at stoplights. You know, you're a mess. And unless you stop being a mess, you're never going to be involved in a good relationship. You're never going to be able to recognize you know, other people that are fucked up. Like, I've always said that one of the things about trying to be, like, super honest, and I try to be literally as honest as possible. Like, it sounds really kind of gay, but I really do try two very important things. One, I try to be as nice to people as possible. And by as nice as possible, I wish I could be nice to everybody, but some people are fucking obsessive, and they, leave, they won't leave you alone, or they're bananas, or they're, they're retarded, or they're abusive, or they try to take advantage of you if you're nice. I mean, there's some people that you can't be nice to. Unfortunately, there's some people that, you know, they need fucking years of therapy. And when you run into them, you, you don't have the time for that. So you got to go, dude, leave me the fuck alone. Stop. You know, and, and it's unfortunate you have to do that. But sometimes you have to do that. So I try to be as nice as is humanly possible to get through my life. And number two, I try to be as honest as is humanly possible. I try to always be honest. I try to uh, make sure that everything I'm doing, I'm doing from a place where I can be honest about it. And if you can't be honest about it, for the most part, there's one thing. There's not one thing is being honest. Another thing is like TMZ type shit, like revealing all sorts of information about your personal life because people are creepy and they want to like look into it. That's not honesty. That's like a revealing thing, and I'm not really into that. Right. I'm not really into like becoming going on a reality show and having everybody right. see my bathroom. Like right. what the fuck is that? That's right. not honesty. That's right. just that's just weird voyeuristic shit that people get yeah. you know obsessed with. But but you know what I am into is telling you where I'm really coming from and what's going on in my own mind and, and, and be comfortable with that to the point where I am so honest all the time that I can recognize deception like right away, you know, and I, I, I find that to be really true. Like if you're a really honest person, when people are full of shit, you just fucking spot it like right away. Mm -hmm. It's really difficult to lie to an honest person. Yeah. Really hard. Don't lie! Remember that? <laughs> we, did, we did videos, and for a while after every video, Brian was going, Don't lie! And really, it's a fucking awesome philosophy. Me and Eddie Bravo would have a competition who did it best. Remember? Uh, yeah, he tried to be. No, I could do it better. Serious. Don't lie! What was that all about? Eddie's crazy. He's very competitive. He is very competitive, guy. Very competitive. I guess you have to be when you do that. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, he grew up in a situation where he had a douchebag for a stepfather, and, you know, his whole life has been trying to fight against people that are fucking with him. You know what I mean? So, like, he, become, he became hyper-competitive because of that. Anyway, so that's my advice, and to uh, that, that bitch-ass dude that's banging... Larry King's wife and run in your mouth, you faggot. Turn in your man card, you little bitch of a man. Yes. That's how you're getting by in this life. You're getting your money from ratting out some woman that you fucked on her husband's bed. You silly man. You silly, silly man. And apparently Larry King had helped this guy and gotten this guy like acting gigs. Like, keep your mouth shut, son. You know, why are you trying to hurt Larry King? What are you getting? Like 10 grand out of this, you little faggot? How much are you getting? 
I mean, how much are they going to pay him? Okay. He's probably doing it for the fame, too. Exactly. I mean, well, he wanted like, to be it's like famous. It's Spencer Pratt style. You know, there should be a, a, a sitcom where it takes all these people called Man Card, where they try to earn their Man Card back. You know, where he has, like, Spencer Pratt, this guy, and they all live in a house together. And they yeah, Spencer to... Pratt is a fucking Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. Exactly. There's no man. Exactly. Have that's you seen the... him on that show? Yeah. He claimed black belt. That's so... That's hilarious. I hate that. I hate that hill shit. I hate that. Stuff. Well, look, we're talking about him. And that's all he wants. And he, meanwhile, is making a living. He doesn't have to work at Seven Eleven. Have you watched the show Sixteen and Pregnant? No, I haven't. Dude, apparently Eddie Bravo says I must watch this. I'm gonna write this down. What? Bad Girls Club. Yeah. Apparently, Bad Girls Club is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean it's just like the mall though. Like Sixteen and Pregnant's even more. You have your email on or something? What's that thing that keeps going on? Uh, whatever. Um, so what is the show? 16 and Pregnant. 16 and Pregnant. I've seen one episode, and they're, it's, it's all white trash kids, and right. they're yelling at their parents, their parents are yelling at them, and I was like, I don't want to be It's depressed. awful. It's the worst show ever. That's, like, too much info. That's a perfect example. We were in Ikea, though, the other day, and they had, like, a kid's room. Like, it was, like, a bunk bed, and it was real happy, but then there was, like, a place for a baby. And I'm like, wait, is this just, like... You know, poor person with only one bedroom and had to share like sister and baby, or is this like no? This girl has a baby and she's like fifteen. Oh my god! It was the she's big in a bunk bed. Yeah. and she's got a crib there. Yeah, that's oh what I'm saying. God. I'm like, what is IKEA doing? I don't think that's what they're doing. I think they're just trying to maximize bedroom. Bedrooms, right? 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 They're trying to market to the well, it's birth, 60 yeah, exactly. Girl. It's like this is like no, yeah, this is like for too many people, Mexicans living in an apartment or something like that. Wow. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, you know what, man? With this economy being the shitter the way it is, right. people are stacking more people into houses together. I know uh, a person that lives down the street from me is losing their house. Really? People are losing, yeah, people are losing their houses left and right. People who uh, have a really highfalutin lifestyle and spend tons of money and you know get used to it and get used to trying to bling bling and then the shit hits the fan. I was thinking about moving the other day. Just you get sick of a place and you just want to upgrade. Right, right. You always feel like you have to upgrade your shit. Right, I tore out all my carpet, have like wood floors underneath it. Now it looks great. And I'm like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, you just needed a change. I think, you know, when I moved to Colorado, that was a, a good thing for me too. Like just to change environments. I think changing is good for your brain. I think it like refires your brain. I'm like, yeah. like your brain has to learn this whole new environment. I had a whole new friends, the people I would run into at jiu-jitsu, whole new people I was meeting. I would, a whole new comedy clubs where I was working out my stuff. Like it was a, very interesting to me. It made me fire my brain up. I think yeah. that's a good thing to do. You have to shock it once. Yeah. In a while. The problem is the other thing is you build a base though. Like I have a base in L.A. I have all my friends live in L.A. My wife's friends live in L.A. You know, I I have my whole system set up where I buy my dog food. I have you know the guy who works on my car. You know what I mean? I have yeah. all this shit in L.A. where I train all the dudes that I've been training with for years. It's like you you get like you get real comfortable with that system, and it's very convenient. And when you move, you gotta like reconfigure your whole situation. Everything. Yeah. The problem is women. You know, you bring women and then they have friends. Like Chuck Liddell said, he goes, I can go to a sports bar. I'm there for a fucking hour. I got nine new friends. <laughs> it's totally true. It's totally true because he's the fucking coolest guy ever. He's super friendly. He's like, you want a beer? You want a beer? Come on, I'll buy a beer. You're clinking beers with some guy. What do you do? Oh, I'm a fucking plumber. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. And, and guys can meet guys like that. You know, like I tell a story about uh, the one time that I, I hosted a Jack and Jill strip club in, in Rhode Island. I've told you a story before, right? Yes. Is a male and a woman stripper, 
and it was the, the horrific. They were they were both disgusting. There was like maybe maybe six to ten people in the audience at most during the whole night's performance. And I had to perform a bunch of times. Like I would go up and do stand up, and then the male stripper would go on. I would go up and do stand up, and then the female stripper would go on, and they would do shifts. And they would take some time off, and then I would go on stage again, and they would start the show all over again. The woman would go up, and the guy would go up. Everyone in the audience was like these weird people from this area of Woonsocket, Rhode Island. But there was this one dude who was there who was a construction worker from New Jersey. And he just happened to be in town because it was a marriage or something like that, a wedding that he had to go to for you know, someone in his family. And he was bored, so he got out of the house to go have a beer. There's a bar down the street. So he goes to this Jack and Jill strip club. And he was a totally normal dude. And me and him were talking, having beers. Like, well, he goes, what the fuck are we witnessing? Are you at least seeing what we're witnessing? And this is like one normal dude and me. After the first two beers, it's like I had known this dude for fucking 10 years. Right. We're just, you want to play some pool? Yeah, let's fucking play some pool. So there's a little coin-operated pool table. We're playing pool, making fun of the whole situation. Like, I found a friend. Right. Like, for girls, that's hard to do, man. Yeah. Bitches don't trust each other, man. I learned that from having dogs. You know, having pit bulls. I had two female pit bulls, and one of them killed the other one. They would, they would fight, and I would separate them. And I thought they worked their shit out. Because the way dogs work their shit out is... One dog will like dominate the other dog, and then you figure out who the alpha is. They right. have to do that. They have right. to figure out who gets to drink first, who gets to eat first. That's just the wild animal world. And you have to be number one. That's why you can never let your dog get away with shit. You can never let your dog growl at you. You can never let your dog do things they're not supposed to do. Because you have to be the alpha, especially if you have big dogs. Well, this, this doesn't work with females. Females never accept dominance. They would always come back and try to battle it out again. And that's what they did until one of them killed the other one. And I think that's how women are with women, man. I think women can be friends with women, and they, they have really close friends, and you know they go all sex in the city and pal around together and shit like that. But it's real difficult for them to make that kind of a bond. Right. To trust another woman, to trust them, and this, that. It's, I think it's easier for dudes, you know? Yeah, I agree. I, it seems like that's like the cat fight thing. Yeah, know, especially gross. if there's dudes that are like doing stuff that you like to do, like comics... Like, if I meet comics, I can go to a, a new town and, uh, you know, do stand-up and there's some local comics. I'll fucking meet local comics all the time. Next thing you know, we're out having a beer together. You, you know, we're, we're hanging around. We, we have something in common. Or jujitsu guys. Like, there's like fucking ten dudes at, in, in jujitsu that I train with all the time that could totally be good friends of mine. They're just, you know, dudes that, especially jujitsu guys, because they have good control over the ego. You know, jiu-jitsu guys, to, to get good at jiu-jitsu, you have to battle it out all the time, and you have to be real objective. You can't be delusional at jiu-jitsu. You have to really know what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are, and you got to be able to deal with tapping out. you got to be able to deal with dudes dominating you. Because in the beginning, for sure, you're going to get dominated. Everybody gets dominated in the beginning. Nobody, unless you're just so, so big that nobody can touch you, some 300-pound Brock Lesnar character, you know, you're going to get tapped out in the beginning. So you have to have the kind of ego to deal with that. But for, for women, I don't know. I think it's much more difficult. It was really difficult for my wife, especially. With, with, you have a little baby. You know, what are you going to do? You're going to meet some other lady who has a baby? And how much are you going to have in common with this broad? What if she's Christian? What if she goes all loony toony on you and wants to fucking talk about Noah's Ark and shit? You know? Right? Yeah. I got some guy fucking cornered me at the supermarket the other day. Some dude that I, I guess I had met him before, but I forgot. You know, there's some law that you can only, or there's some studies that say that you can only keep like 150 people that you know in your head. Have you right. seen that? No, I haven't seen that, but I totally believe it because I think mine's like 10. 
<laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I, from I, weed? I, well, let's, I don't let's, know if it's from Google. weed or I just don't care. There's so many things when, when like you know, like I'll meet somebody or, or somebody tells me something, and if I don't care about it, I just like I put that like on like the coffee table, and that's about to be thrown out. You know, I don't put it in my deep storage. I put it in my like, random memory. You know. Yeah, here it is. This there's uh, I don't know, working memory. There's, there's, I don't know, I, I'm trying to find it on Google, and I don't want to waste too much time looking for this, but a hundred, it's apparently, you can only remember, you can only have real relationships where you know 150 people, where you know their name, and you know, you only have a certain amount of space in your hard drive when it comes to human beings, and that to me reinforces my feelings that human beings are supposed to live in small tribes. We're not supposed to live in these <laughs> gigantic you know, fucking tribes of hundreds of millions of people. Well, it's also if you if you ever get a Simon Says, you know, like dun, 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 you know where you follow the colors. Right. It also is a I don't know if it's a we're supposed to live in small tribes, as in if I can do Simon Says, but right up to like the fourteenth one, my brain falls off, and it's always like the fourteenth one. It's almost like that's just my max. You know, like that's my hard right. drive's full. I can't do anything past this fourteen. I might be able to train myself to to like micromanage how many things I could remember. But uh, it's weird. Like if I pick up a Simon Says right now, once I hit the 14th one, I can't do it. Like it just turns off on my Well, brain. I think everybody has a different threshold for that. Right. Oh, I'm saying everyone does. But I'm I think for, uh, for names, it's pretty, it's pretty but that Wouldn't down. that fall on the same thing though? Just Maybe. Mem memory. Well, I think, um, I think, well, think about how many words you know. You know, we know thousands of words and words that we don't even use. You know, oh, yeah. you can, I mean, you know, yeah, that serendipitous. Takes up most of our hard last drive. time we used serendipitous? Yeah, that no, takes up more of our, most of our hard drives. Is our that dictionary. what it is? Our dictionary. <laughs> How about those fucking people that just spout out, you only use 5% of your brain. It's always some random number. Right, right. You only, only use 10% of your brain. Like, really? Are you, do you even know what the fuck you're talking about? Are you just like reciting some shit that someone told you in high school? Like, this is the year of Google, right? right? right. You're not supposed to be just saying we only use 2% of our brain. Right. You know, you don't fucking know. But uh, anyway, this dude that I met at the grocery store, I did not remember him. Right. He, and he said he's from jujitsu. So I said, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? So I think it's just going to be one of those casual, what's up, man? How you doing things? And and it, it, he's like a little taken aback that I don't remember him. And then, ha, ha, ha. And he like laughs it off. It was like real awkward socially. So I take care, man. So I'm shopping. I'm doing all my shit. And then I'm leaving. And uh, when um, I'm, I'm going out to my car, he hits me with, Joe, you go to church. And I'm like, no, uh, you motherfucker. And I've got a cart, and, you know, I want to unload my food, and I want to get the fuck home. And this dude is, like, cornering me in the parking lot. And so I, uh, I say, no, I don't. He said, are you interested? And I say, no, I'm not. And he goes, have you talked to blank? And I don't want to say who blank is, but he is uh, a friend of mine. And uh, he was saying that this, this guy, has he talked to you about the Lord? This guy is oh, no. fucking, this guy who we're talking about. This friend of mine is fucking bananas, all right? Uh, you know, nothing wrong with cheating on your wife, but this guy, like, literally was planning on killing her. I mean, he's fucking really? crazy. Yeah, he's crazy. He didn't do anything, and he got away with her. And the whole thing. But this, the guy he was talking about was like, I don't want to say anything other than he's probably one of the worst examples you could ever possibly wow. use. He just doesn't no, know. No, it's the best example yeah. you could have used for religion. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this guy, he just doesn't know, you know, right. that this guy's bananas. Because a lot of people don't know this guy's bananas, you know. But, you know, so I'm like, come on, man. Like, I don't have time to break all this shit down for you. You know, if it's helping you, that's all well and good. But 
just running up to people and thinking you're going to save them in the parking lot because you couldn't get your shit together. Like, you don't have to save me, all right? I'm pretty fucking happy. And if you really, truly believe that the only way I'm going to get to go heaven, go to heaven is Kirk Cameron style, where you have to fucking, <laughs> you have to accept the Lord. You ever seen Kirk Cameron go up to, like, gangbangers? You got to look Google that shit on YouTube. Watch Kirk Cameron's videos where he goes up to people and uses his fucking 13-year-old logic. He uses, like, fucking 7th grade logic on Make these sure people. When you Google it, type in Kirk Cameron owned video. <laughs> well, there's a lot of those. Because that's even better. Yeah, when, when he starts talking to people who actually read, yeah. he's, he's fucked. Yeah, it's he's, awesome. He's so, he's so bananas. I think Kirk Cameron is almost definitely gay. The more I watch him in these videos, the more I'm like, there's nothing masculine about this man. He's very submissive and his desire for chastity and his desire for, you know. For if, I, if I met him, I think I would go over the edge and just try to kiss him. No, no, yeah, yeah, I'd pull out my dick and just start going, like, <laughs> look at it, look at it. You know, just like go, you have to like hit the. I would go to jail for that. Just, yeah. you know? I might fuck him. I might fuck the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just hold him down. Fucking Kirk. Hold Cameron. him down, jerk off on his chest or something like that. See, uh, see what he does. Start sticking his tongue out. No, stop. Uh. I remember. <laughs> I, you know, I, what sucks is I used to like him back in the day with his show, what a growing pain. But I also thought that Tracy Gold was hot, so I guess I'm just stupid. Well, his wife was super hot. Right? Or she uh, is? Is the, still the his blonde? wife? Still his wife? Uh, oh, no, his real wife. Yeah, uh, his real wife is super hot. There's something the matter with that dude. Yeah. He's, he's chasing down the Lord. You know, I can understand you wanting to study what Christianity, what, what to me, in my opinion, is is an ancient philosophy. You know, it might be incredibly flawed, but there's some very good things to it. There's some very good ideas. Love one another as you would love yourself, you know, be, you know, treat each other as brothers and sisters and all that stuff is very good, but it's got a lot of wacky nonsense in it that makes no fucking sense. And if you really want to study it, if you, that's your thing, look, it's just, there's nothing wrong with people studying like Greek mythology, you know, like getting into like Zeus and Mithra and all that crazy. That's kind of cool stuff. It's interesting. But when you really get into like Christianity and start thinking that this is the real stuff, like this is the... How, what the fuck are you talking about? And then you're going to grab other people and you need to listen to me. You need to listen to me. Like, it's, it's all parents though, you know? I would never have thought that if my parents, when I was a kid, go, look. Some people know though, man. Medusa's Some not born real. Against. Some people are born against. Like, yeah. it's not their kids. Or it's not their parents. Yeah, but I bet those are, it's really hard to be a born, like, never learned it growing up and then going straight into it. I don't think it is if your life falls apart. I think if your life falls apart and all these people that are into Jesus seem happy and they seem like they have a, a path because that's really what it's all about, man. You know, you have to have a path. And today, people, if you if you think about the way we used to live, the way our bodies are programmed to live, I mean, we're supposed to be living, you know, in fucking huts and caves and shit. I mean, the, the hardware that we have right now is basically the same hardware, the same uh, adrenal system, the same, you know, neurosynapses that connect the same way as people that lived 100,000 years ago. If you took a person from 100,000 years ago and sat him in the corner right there, he would be unrecognizable. I mean, he would be totally normal. You wouldn't say like, what the fuck, that's a caveman. No, he would look just like us. But yet 100,000 years ago, they had very different needs, man. There was, a, you couldn't, you, you had shit you had to do. You had tasks, okay? You had to go out, you had to find that fucking food every day. You had to hunt that shit down. That's why there's like a visceral thrill involved in hunting. Like hunters will tell you, like you ever watch like Ted Nugent talk about it? 
Like, he makes it very appealing. And Brock Lesnar, like, he's got videos of him hunting. Like, it's a rush. Yeah. It gives these guys a rush to kill the animal and get their meat. And it's not like a, a cruelty rush. Like, they're there. They want to kill and fucking hurt and destroy. No, it's it's a man is supposed to be out there shooting animals and killing them. You ever plant food and then eat that food? There's something very exciting about that. Very, very rewarding and fulfilling. And to a lot of people, their life is filled with nothingness. There's no task. Every day it's just show up at work, do what you're told, do your paperwork, stare at the clock, beg for five o'clock, get the fuck out of here, listen to your wife, bitch, have a beer, watch law, say what the fuck is going on, fall asleep, do it all over again. There's no task. There's no real, there's no real, so there has to be some meaning to it all. So someone comes up to you and says, hey man, I know you feel that way. I used to feel that too until I met the Lord. That emptiness in your life is that you don't have the Lord. When really that emptiness in your life is just your fucking hardware, yeah. man. Yeah. It's just your hardware. You know, dude, you think about the way we are wired. We are not wired to deal with this world that we live in right now. We are wired to deal with thousands of years ago. Fucking 1830-something was when they figured out the camera. That means everything before less than 200 years ago, if you want to know what someone looked like, someone had to draw that person for you. Do you think of how crazy that is? They had to draw your How many fucking people can draw? You know, I mean, how many, how many people do we really know from before 1800 what they really looked like? It's yeah. fucking guesswork. Yeah. Unless you were Napoleon. You know, Napoleon, we have hundreds of drawings of that guy. We got a pretty good idea of what he looked like. Abraham Lincoln, pretty good idea of what he looked like. You know, but you go go way, way, way back, uh, five hundred years ago. Who the fuck? Black people didn't exist back then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, white people have only existed for a short amount of time. You know, there was a, a recent study where they figured out how long white people have been around. I believe it was like ten thousand years or something silly. Let me see. Like, I'm gonna Google that because that's an important thing. How long have Caucasians existed? See, I think black people came before white people, and I'm sure. I I'm sure a lot of people don't believe that, but you think black people came first in an art kind of way, like using palettes and colors. It has to go that way, you know. You think so? Yeah, you make you have you can't go that way. You know, black turns into white, but white's not going to turn into black. You know, color wise, if you're mixing colors. When did people evolve to be white? What would I look for? Uh. When did people uh, change, become white? Let's see. When did people become white? Why did people become white? All right, that's why. Vitamin D probably. Okay, is. so now they're saying between 100,000 and 50,000 years ago. Hmm. Lower levels of vitamin D at higher latitudes where the sun is less intense caused the lightning effect where modern humans became who were uh, who began darker skin first migrated north so human beings have been black until about 50,000 years ago when we started moving around and then the climate changed us pretty fucking change pretty pretty crazy shit man when you really think about it so this banana head that tried to uh, convert me into Jesus at least at least with Jesus you're allowed to fucking draw a picture of him how nutty is the fucking South Park thing dude that's ridiculous did you watch the episode oh hell yeah part I one finally and two watched did you see it. both of them no I couldn't watch it it was driving me crazy I was so mad at Comedy Central for beeping out every oh, time oh so you just said the Muhammad. first one no go see the first one they didn't do anything on the first one the okay. second one was because of the first one it's so annoying though 
when you see every time they say Muhammad, it beeps. Uh, and then how about when he's in a fucking this, the bear suit and it comes out and it's Santa Claus in the bear suit? Right. Like, ugh. dude, the first episode he was in a U-Haul, <laughs> and they st- that was like his, like legally that's what they thought that they, they wouldn't get in trouble with. So they just he drove they drove Muhammad around in a U-Haul. And just hear, they're like, is this okay, Muhammad? But yeah, I think it's okay. <laughs> you know, Penn Gillette said something on his Twitter today, and I'm paraphrasing, but basically said the measure of a religion is uh, how much you're afraid. Uh, you know, well, what you can say about a religion is how much you're afraid to talk about them, or when, right. when you're afraid to talk about them. Right. Like the, how crazy they are, basically what he's saying. And Penn is a, a, a very staunch atheist, and I've been friends with that guy for a long time and he does he won't even consider the possibility that there's some sort of an intelligent life you know to it all he's very scientific but you know unfortunately he's never done any psychedelic drugs and if if he had he's never done anything he's never had a drop of alcohol he's never even had a single drug except for when he's had to have surgery when they had to drug him he like takes it very seriously to be sober all the time which is all well and good but i think you know you can't really understand what's happening in the psychedelic experience unless you've had one you know, point is this fucking Muhammad thing, man. It's not, I like how they compared it. I don't know if they did it in the second episode. In the first one, they compared it to uh, the Tom Cruise get, suing anyone that says he's gay. Yeah, it's kind of like a Muhammad thing, you know, yeah. where he's like, "What? You're not allowed to talk yeah. about him being gay." Right. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. You can talk about me gay, being gay all day long. You got cocks. I don't care. You. I got. If you go online, there's pictures of me with dicks all yeah. over the place. That's the golden rule of the internet, right? I've always yeah. said that. If yeah. there's a picture of you on the internet somewhere, I, someone has photoshopped a dick I in your mouth. I fucking love South Park, though. I was watching. It's a great show I was ever. watching Orgasmo last night. I don't know if you ever seen that one. It's a movie that Trey Parker wrote and directed and stuff, and where he's a Mormon and he gets into porn. But that alone is a great movie. How they're always battling religion and, yeah. and or Trey is at least and yeah. stuff like that. It's just a fucking love. He's they're the best. They they're the best. best. They're the most prolific. Their show's the best. It's the most to speaks to like my sense of humor the most. It's silly, but it's spot on and brilliant. Just the fucking Barbra Streisand dinosaur monster, you know, <laughs> machine thing that they had. I mean, even do, that. Do you ever see, uh, they, I, I don't know, I think I've told you this before. There used to be a website called shockwave.com, used to be shockrave.com, which was a bunch of flash movies and stuff. And they originally paid Trey Parker and Matt Stone some crazy amount of yeah, money. What, what, I saw it. What yeah. was it? I, it, uh, it was this uh, show called Princess. And what it was is yes. uh, they were paid tons and tons of money to do, and they were like uncensored. They were like, you could do whatever you want, uncensored. This is going to be big on the internet, and we're going to give you like $30,000 an episode or something like that. And so they hired Trey and Matt to do this series of like 24 episodes. They got to the second one, turned it in, we're like, well, this is great. And they're like, whoa, whoa, we sit uncensored, but this is... This is out of control. What this was is too, it? too far. If you uh, go online, I have it on my website, redband.com. Uh, just Google uh, Princess uh, Trey Parker or Princess Redband. You'll find <laughs> it. And what it is, it's just it's all about this fluffy little dog. It looks like a Shih Tzu, and it just sits there. And it starts off, it's like all about this dog, and then it's just like crazy stuffs going on in the background that this cute dog's watching, like it's watching two people. Fuck! It's watching somebody get murdered. It's like it's like it's all about this cute little cute little dog watching all this horrific shit. And it only got to two episodes. And they even though they said they were allowed to do anything they wanted, they're like, "This is too fucked up. We quit. No, you, you guys keep the money. We can't. You can't do this anymore." Uh, it's the best 
best two videos I've ever seen in my life. And so I wish Trey Parker and Matt Stone would finish that because it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Those guys are so crazy. They're the craziest. They, they just take things the deepest. You know, like I remember when we saw Team America. I, I remember being in a theater going, I can't believe where they're going with this. Oh, I can't, you know, when, when, the, when the dude starts throwing up and keeps throwing up. It's ah. a point where it's like a, you know, like a, a fucking football field full of puke, and he's laying in the center of it. I mean, they took it to the utmost. They took it to the. It's total shock humor, but brilliant shock humor. Yeah. You know, like it's not as funny the second time around, like the throw up scene. The throw up scene the first time around when you don't know it's coming, it's just, <laughs> god damn, it's funny. It's like one of the. They're the best. They're if they have a movie coming out, I'm always more excited than anything else. Except them and Borat. Borat and or them and you know Ali G. It's so like close. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't but, know if Borat's ever going to work on me anymore. Yeah, I wonder right. what he's doing now. I wonder if there's like a third movie because I I don't Maybe know that last takes one time killed. off. Maybe if he takes time off, if he goes to places where people aren't aware of it, like if he goes to like the South, like that's what he tried to do before. Try to go to the South. Well, it's almost like though, like Mike Myers is falling at, fell in the same category. I watched you know like the last uh, Goldfinger movie or whatever he did. Right. He's just playing the same character over and over again. And the other day I watched one of my old favorite movies was uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer. And I used to love that movie. I watched it the other day. I wanted to fucking puke and beat people up because it was so awful. Yeah. Like Mike Myers to me has died almost. Like, Dude, his last movie looked like, like, you know those movies where they have a guy who used to be funny and then all of a sudden like in the movie he takes a terrible turn and he's not funny anymore right. he's putting out crap and the people right. are shaking their heads yeah. and he's in the down spiral of his yeah. life that last movie where he played the Indian guy the love guru gold member whatever the fuck yeah, it yeah, is yeah, yeah. The love, love guru, guru. Yeah, yeah. yeah when you watch the, the ads for that you're like okay what yeah. is funny about this this is like anti-funny it's like this is like a guy who forgot what funny is and right. just like <laughs> but what's crazy is you go back as far as Swipe Married and Axe Murder which mm -hmm. was way before Austin Powers or any of that stuff it destroyed that movie because that was the same character as all his other movies yeah. it was so awful it was, it's man can you imagine I haven't liked him since Wayne's World oh, I like love Shrek's Wayne's World 3's coming out yeah, I'm not a Shrek guy Wayne's World was fucking genius him and oh, yeah. Dana Carvey were awesome. I mean, mm -hmm. when when those movies were on, they were on. The, I mean, that was, those were great, great, fun, fun movies. But the new stuff he does, like I don't even like the Austin Powers movies. No. I never got it. I like them. It's not my shit. Um, did you hear about the iPhone leak? If you don't know about this, the iPhone they have an iPhone four that came out, and it's like some crazy ass new iPhone with a front facing camera. And well, apparently some dude, and this is the story, and a lot of people think that this is all bullshit and hype, and it's just, you know, making the uh, the iPhone story bigger. I, I personally don't because I don't think Apple would ever release um, uh, a thing on purpose, you know, and have people find it. And a lot like, of companies do this though. A lot of lot of, lot of companies, uh, the viral the viral marketing nowadays that's being used on the internet is so amazingly deep, and like you would not think of. The right. shit that's happening like right now. chuckle down the Reebok commercial where exactly he's where he's naked <clears throat> and all that stuff I mean it's ridiculous I could almost see this to build hype with cell phones because if you look uh, there's a website called boygeniusreport.com and you could totally tell this guy's in bed or he was in bed with Blackberry at one point like there was times where it was like alright you got this phone 
like a year ahead of anybody else and you already have it and have already a video of using it and stuff like that right. that seems a little fishy that your friends just let you borrow it when it comes out like a year later you know there's and i almost think it's just shit to be leaked out kind of like on the internet they're going to see what people's reactions are try to tweak things you know it's almost like we're you know some of marketing. It. I'm sure some. I don't believe know about this Apple thing though. That just yeah, seems... I, it seems to me like the dude got fired. The, Did the he get dude, fired? Yeah, he got fired. The police are involved now. Yeah, you hear about the the Gizmodo guy? They broke down his house. They broke yeah. down his fucking front door. Took all his computers. The, the reporter yeah. that that reported yeah. on. Yeah. Well, he got a copy of it. They paid five thousand dollars for the for the actual phone. So they paid money for the phone, and apparently Apple's saying that that's their stolen property, and you're not supposed to be having that reporting on it. So they went to the guy's house. Who wrote this whole report? Broke down his house, took all of his fucking computers, took two servers. The guy had servers in his house. That's a super geek. Yeah. Well, he is a super geek. I mean, he's he, main editor of one of the biggest uh, tech websites. Yeah. He, not only does he get free shit, what I'm more uh, interested in is imagine somebody coming to your house, taking your computer, took and took everything. That shit Why freaks me out. Why take a computer out. too? Because a computer had nothing to do with the cell phone. I think nowadays that's one of the most scariest things ever. Ever is somebody can now come in and take your diary. And yeah. put it into their database. Your yeah. old diary, never would you ever think like, okay, the cops just came and took my diary. Now they know everything right. about me, every feeling, everything I'm thinking. Now, that's what our computers are, diaries now. Yeah, you get all your emails from like a fucking million years. So this guy bought an iPhone and now his diary is owned by the Yeah, government. every photo he's ever taken, all, yeah. all on his computers. All. Like, why do they think that they can just take your computers? Is it to, to get a, um, a, like a, tr a track tracking of the emails to see like you know i think it's an open door that they're allowed to do it and they, if they can they can pretty much is like searching your car right. you know cops want to search a car regardless even if they're just trying to pull you over for a seatbelt, they want to search a car and see what else they can find but i mean the a lot of people are saying that this warrant was uh unlawful and that they shouldn't have been allowed it's to totally do un unlawful are you sure it's a, you a lawyer? it's a cell phone somebody bought a cell phone from another cell phone. right but they bought a stolen cell phone a cell phone that's st basically stolen property i mean the guy lost the cell phone but it's the property of apple and it's very sensitive property because it's a prototype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so, yeah I, I guess you're right. But I, I think basically they fucked up in, in stealing the phone or in buying the phone. What yeah. they should have done is given the fucking phone back to Apple. I mean, the company doesn't want you uh, reviewing their shit before it's out yet. I mean, I don't think that's a, a, a huge request. If you know that it's their, their shit, you're doing something illegal. I think they more fucked up, Gizmodo, more fucked up just... Uh, Letting everyone know who the guy who lost it is, putting his face on yeah, on their website and, and everything. Yeah, that that's fucked up, man. You know that's well. The dude though was gonna get busted anyway. He yeah, doesn't have his fucking phone anymore. Yeah, really, what they should have done if they knew all this shit is give him back his goddamn phone. I think, or what they should have done is just like, oh shit, it's just a cell phone. I'm gonna chill the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's got a front-facing camera now. Oh! Whoa! You know how dumb this is all gonna sound in yeah. October? And we're like, yeah, everyone's yeah. got it now. Yeah. All right, <laughs> chill the fuck out. That's gonna crush AT and T's service. If you think AT and T service sucks a big bag of dicks now, wait till that front-facing camera comes out, and mm. everyone everywhere is gonna be fucking you streaming while they're driving their car, oh, talking, singing the fucking Black Eyed Peas. I got a feeling. Oh, that's great. That tonight's get. There's gonna be a million fucking people doing that all over the country. Bring it on. Like I've always said, that's gonna be the end of the world. Is when everyone has their own channel. 
and everyone basically is like a walking television channel. Right. And instead of like, hey, what's your fucking Facebook page? Can I Facebook you? What's your Twitter? It's going to be, what channel is your life? <laughs> you know, you're going to have a fucking helmet on, and there's going to be a front-facing camera that shows you as you're walking through the world, and you're, you know, you're going to have a, a video camera broadcasting everything you do. That's kind of like what Ustream does and what like Justin TV does. You know, Justin Sometimes, TV originally yeah. was called Life Casting, which was 24 hours a day uh, following around. Justin, who uh, had a camera filming his whole entire life. Do you remember when we were in San Francisco and Justin TV was going to give us a laptop and a backpack? That was really a weird. Connection. Yeah, that was really that weird. Was so strange. Yeah. The dude who came to the show was so shady. And He's so, like, "No, we're going to hook you all up." And then we go to lunch, and he goes, "This is the laptop. This is the mm -hmm. camera." All right. And then he like put it back in. He's like, "What were we supposed to do there? Was there?" A well, <laughs> he was going to get it all to us. And we started making fun of it. And, oh, and, that's right. We were, and we were like, what if it cuts out? This is silly. This, we got to carry yeah. a backpack around. Like, what am I going to do? And we decided that it would be ridiculous. And they were like, they wanted to like broadcast shows. I have enough problems with people YouTubing my shit before yeah. it's done at shows. Like, when you come up with new bits, you know, like sometimes when, when a bit like is out and it's on a CD, you know, that's to me when it's an old bit. But if I got bits that aren't on, they haven't been on television, haven't been on CD, and you're like, oh, I've seen that bit. You're like, you've seen it? How have you seen it? So I so, saw so a YouTube clip. Some asshole in the audience is videotaping it. Now people are saying like it's old material. I'm like, God damn it, it's not even done yet. Yeah. It's not done. I hate that shit. You know, like you can't, so like when they were like, well, we want to like Ustream, you know, your, your whole show. I'm like, you can't Ustream my show. Because when the material comes out, I want at least the majority of people you know, to watching the television show, other than the people that have seen me in the clubs, I want it to be new shit. I want it to, the, the DVD to be all shit that's not on another DVD. And it's not going to work that way if there's fucking these Ustream clips and Justin TV shows everywhere. And so I thought the whole thing was too much, you know. And it's not that entertaining to, like, to, to broadcast every fucking thing you do. I mean, with this show, like, I think we, we sit down, we do it for two hours, we bang it out, and that's it. You don't want to just keep having content where you water down what people are well, watching. Well, you have no personal life. There used to be a website called gabgab.com that I used to be addicted to, which was about maybe eight years ago. It was this girl named Gabriel Gabriel, and she's an author in New York City. And she life cast herself via webcam where it would like refresh every 10 seconds. Oh, God. Because it was before, when the internet was new. Oh, you know, and that was like, that was actually kind of cool back in the day. She would have three cameras that would just refresh every 10 seconds. But I got addicted to watching it because it was so weird. She would come home, talk to the husband, they would make dinner, then they would bring the camera into the bedroom and have sex. And that's the part I liked the most, obviously. And you watch them bang? Yeah, you totally watch them naked. bang completely naked. Was this stuff. when people couldn't record things? Off right, the yeah, this is way uh. before that. But it was so addicting, and then one day she just left. And it felt like I she broke up with us. You had a time <laughs> beaten off just right. Yeah. Like if you like turned it on there in the middle. Oh, you no, like, oh no, no. Yeah, One yeah. stroke, 15 yeah. seconds later, stroke. Yeah. And if they stopped, like someone stopped to answer the phone or something like that. Yeah. yeah I mean, there was a, a show. Do you remember that movie with William Baldwin? I think it was like William, maybe Sharon Stone or something. It was Splinter, I think it was called. It was about these people that had their, I think that's the movie I'm Splinter. talking about. Was there, wasn't there a movie where... Uh, these people's all their whole lives before Ed TV, like someone something a lot. Maybe I've got the premise totally wrong, but like something like Ed TV is a perfect example. Remember Ed TV? Mm -hmm. I mean that that basically predicted the rise of uh, the Kim Kardashian type shows. Yeah, I mean basically that's what that show was like. And people in that movie was like 
so ridiculous the idea that people would just broadcast their entire lives like how ridiculous like look at this and in the end the message was that it's too much yeah you know the message was that it fucked up this guy's right. life and, right you know, he had to stop doing it to get his shit together totally meanwhile there, there's more of those goddamn shows than ever yeah they're real now yeah it's funny how many things from the past sliver like, sliver that's it yeah it's funny how many things sliver. in the past were um that, that people predicted are like a real part of life now that were like ridiculous back then like this idea of ed tv this is that's a real part of our life now you know i mean it makes you wonder about like mad max and shit like that and that's i mean when, when peak oil comes and people are fucking you know driving uh biodiesel cars down the street uh, that they made you know fucking corn fuel out of and fucking shooting at people trying to get fresh water you know i wonder if that really could go down like that i think so I th totally could believe that. Red Band, talk about your tooth. Oh, they wanted fucking to Brian missed Brian missed last week's podcast because he uh, was. Have you ever done yogurt. that? Have you ever chipped uh, a tooth or a filling falling out of your mouth and you could feel the air go inside your tooth and hit your? Yeah, I've had fillings fall out before. Yeah, yeah fucking sucks. Well, you bit a a spoon, right? That's yeah. What well, yeah, I, I'm used to uh, eating with plastic spoons, but. Uh, I ran out of plastic spoons, so I went back to real spoons, and I forgot. And I always chew on the plastic spoon. Why do you chew on a plastic spoon? Like when I'm on, like on the internet or whatever, I'll just like chew on a, you know, like I'll, I'll eat yogurt, and I'll just be like kind of like chewy oh on the spoon. Oh my god! But I forgot it wasn't a plastic spoon, and so I just like crunch, and I'm like ah. That's not smart, dude. You yeah. shouldn't be chewing on that. It spoons. still hurts. I have to go back in a month to get a real thing. That's that's ridiculous, son. That's not good. Um, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, some dudes that said they found Noah's Ark. Is this the same people that found it? No. Joe Show 1? Is no. different people? Yeah, there's a... Is that, was that Joe Show 1? Joe Show number 1. Yeah, there's a uh, one that we did from Atlanta. You can find it on the internet. You can find it on redband.com, right? Yeah, or it's Joe Show. Google Joe Show, uh, all one word, Ark. Yeah, Joe Rogan, Noah's Ark. But anyway, there's a, a dude back then who said that he had found Noah's Ark. And now, uh, apparently, there's a, a group of evangelists that claim they've seen Noah's Ark. Have you seen the photos of it? No. It's kind of interesting. You want to see it? I'll show it to you. Yeah, it's so stupid. <laughs> so you're going to show me photos of a boat? Yeah, it's All a right. boat. And I'm it's, supposed to believe it's a boat. Bigfoot lived on this boat. Well, you never know. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. The crazy thing about these ideas of world floods is that there was no world communication back then. So how do you know that the flood wasn't just in your neighborhood? You know, and you think that it was, uh, you know, you think that it was somewhere else. You think that it was everywhere around the world. Like, you really don't have any idea. Damn, look at you and your following. 100, almost 110. Yeah, 109597, son. Very nice. Okay. You know what's funny is uh, MySpace, I logged in the other day, and uh, I've been losing friends, like, thousands and thousands at a time okay. yeah it's ridiculous everyone's deleting their myspace account i'm really thinking about maybe doing it i'm thinking of deleting mine too i just don't want to remember those days anymore yeah. those myspace days like, yeah it's pretty silly right yeah it's like having a kid that you just need to cut off strings or something i can't find the article oh well I, 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 i'll look uh, at a picture of a boat it's it's not even Maybe. a boat. It's like some wood that they found. And some wood. The, the funny thing is, there's one picture that's really clear with this guy inside. I'll, 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 and it just says, there. "This is Noah's Ark." It's pretty interesting because this guy is uh, standing inside something. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Yeah, see, look at this photo. Look at this. What is that? This guy claims that that's, he's inside Noah's Ark. Isn't that a photo from Noah's Ark Ministries International? I'll, I'll throw this link up. Uh, if you just Google, it looks like they my found basement. Noah's Ark. If you just Google, they found Noah's Ark. You can see it. This is the Noah's Ark thing we're talking about. I hate that shit. It's so, it's so annoying because I have certain uh, people in my real life that believe all this shit, and so they put it on Facebook and. And I have to like it hurts me to read <laughs> you it. You should start trolling them. I, I, I got trolled by that girl that pretended that she uh, wanted to convert her friend to uh, from uh, being um, the girl's Hindu. You know that video that I put online. Right. Her and her Dovey friends are trying to convert the the Hindu girl into being Christian. Well, apparently it's a giant troll. And this girl's got like all. It's brilliant. It's really good. Like she totally seemed like it wasn't over the top at all. I mean, it was like. It was very much like Jesus Camp or any of that stuff that you know that's real, you know. So tell us your story. Can you? How much can you tell about your story? The the story about your situation with the religious people that go wacky on you about a certain thing in your life. Uh, can you not talk I, about I, that? I, I don't even want Let's to not talk about, about that. that. But you've got a lot of. Not yet. Uh, you got a lot of religious people in your life. Yeah, I got a lot of, and and I'm doing like the exact opposite of what they would enjoy, yeah. <laughs> and the two are combining. Yeah, exactly. Did you um, <clears throat> did you watch the fights this weekend? No, I did not. You I didn't even know where to watch the fights. Were they it on pay per view? Was, it was pay per view, and it was uh, was it very UFC? Did it feel like the UFC? Yes, or? it felt exactly like the UFC. But it Are was. Are they gonna uh, keep it like that? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I I would love to keep doing it, man. Uh, doing commentary for the lighter weights. I, I think those guys need more. They deserve more credit. They're they're more action packed. They're fucking. They're, they're those fights are crazy. And right now they're like in this like shadow organization of the UFC. It's a small organization. It doesn't get nearly as much uh, attention as the UFC. And uh, I, I wish we absorbed them. You know, I wish we had. Uh, if it was up to me, I mean, obviously it's not. There's a lot of business contracts and all sorts of jazz. But it would be the coolest thing in the world to be able to call those uh, lighter weight fights, man. Uriah Faber fought Jose Aldo in uh, the main event for the featherweight title, and mm -hmm. Uriah Faber got uh, he got beat up, got kicked the shit out of his legs. It's an incredible fight if you watch it. It was more incredible live watching it right. because uh, this dude just picked Uriah Faber apart, man. He just Uriah Faber. I mean, some people gave him a round. I think I don't know what they were thinking because basically, in my opinion, Aldo just dominated every single round, and, and at a certain point in time, just. Just had him mounted in a crucifix, just punched him in the face for like a minute and a half. It was ridiculous. I mean, he just completely dominated Favor. And Favor is a, a fucking beast, man. A beast. Just couldn't stop the leg kicks. The leg kicks kept, kept coming. You know, Aldo so goddamn fast. Aldo used to be a real serious soccer player, too. He played semi-professional soccer. And those soccer players, man, they have incredible legs. Like, they can move really good. Their footwork's really good, and they kick really hard. And he's just so good at moving in and out. You know, soccer is all about moving side to side, quick moves to, to deal with the ball. And those guys that are real good at soccer, man, that really translates well to being able to kick, you know, throwing leg kicks and, 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 and getting out of the way of leg kicks and just the ability to spring forward and spring back. Soccer is a fucking a, a tremendous uh, place to start, a tremendous base for certain types of fighting, especially for like Muay Thai, you know. You guys saying Tito Ortiz and Jenna, we already talked about that, bitch. You're going to have to go to the uh, recording. Rewind, Rewind the tape. that shit, son. Wow. 
we can't just be talking about it over and over. How loud were those leg kicks? The thing about leg kicks is the uh, you know Goldberg's always talk about that it's not a slap, it's a thump. The ones that are really hard don't they're not as loud because of like say if you hit someone's thigh with your open hand like that and slap the skin of their thigh it'll be really loud. But if you hit their thigh with a baseball bat it'll be like thump, like a meaty thump. And the meaty thumps are uh, a lot more painful. Um, what it is is the shin just digging into uh, the meat of the leg and it fucking hurts like hell. It's you you really can't appreciate how bad a leg kick hurts unless someone leg kicks you. Someone good. You know, you get like some fucking Melvin Manhoof type character, some Ernesto Hoos type dude to slam a leg kick into your leg. You realize like, God damn, it's so fucking painful. And that's what this guy's move was. He just kicked his legs out from under him until he was useless. From the like second round out, he was pretty much useless. It was it was sad. You know about Muhammad South Park thing. I really like how the 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 extremist website kept on getting hacked. Did you see that? Oh, the, the uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, Islamic Islamic, Islamic yeah, yeah. What what was their name? Radicalislam.com. Yeah, they were from New York, like right? Yeah. Fucking traitors. Ridiculous. <laughs> the idea that you, you, I mean, that's taken nutty to a whole new level. Yeah. You can't even show our guy. In a picture, or we'll fucking not even a drawing, a stick figure that even look like a stick figure. Did you? Oh, you didn't see it. I didn't see the The first first episode. episode, They draw Muhammad, and they hold up for a second. It was just like a stick figure, but it was like a circle, a line, and like some kind of wiggly coming out of it. And it went like this. They just showed it like that. (sighs) And that's Muhammad. It's 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 incredible. It's incredible that here we are in 2010, and there's people out there that really believe. That you shouldn't have a drawing that represents their 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 guy, their messiah, their prophet. And the funny thing is, this fucking guy, I said that once and this guy emailed me. Hey, dumbass, the reason why you're not allowed to is because they don't want you worshipping false idols and imagery. Like, okay, I'm a dumbass? So you think it's okay to kill people because someone's drawing some fucking... fucking. Guy that Stick may or may it. not have even existed, uh, you know. You can't. When you go back a couple thousand years, was Muhammad like fifteen hundred years ago? When you go back like a thousand years plus, man, who the fuck knows what yeah. really happened? Can I use this real yeah, quick? Sure. I want to draw Muhammad real quick while you're talking. Don't do it, man. No, We're no, gonna no. die. No, I want to draw him. Get killed. I don't have no. You don't have anything to do about this. I have no, no, no say. I cannot stop him. All right. Is I this have... your Muhammad? Yes. This is Brian's version of Muhammad. This 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 version of Muhammad is not sanctioned by Ustream. No, I think it is sanctioned. Isn't, didn't they didn't they help no. invest this? No, no, okay. they didn't. Okay, this is Muhammad. That's incredible. Yes, that's very lifelike. Yes. Uh, here's Muhammad with a mustache. Just in case I forgot. I guess drawing was probably way more important a couple hundred years ago before photos. Huh? You think everybody knew how to draw? I think people knew how to draw better. But you think like if someone like if someone raped you, you had to be able oh to they go, draw them right yeah because like how bad is people's memory you know how many people have been arrested for shit because of eyewitness reports and you know people make this eyewitness report and then they arrest someone that that's him that's him and it turns out they were totally wrong and then they apologize and I'm so sorry and the person does like fucking fifteen years in jail you know back then what the fuck did they do what did they do back then you know yeah they. <laughs> they found the stones that look like the raper. <laughs> this stone, <laughs> this not in this tree. His nose resembled it. They just had a box of stones. Which one looked most like your rape? That's <laughs> like you know. I, I love people that are like really into UFOs and shit, and like say they they talk about images that are on like cave walls. Like you ever seen the images on cave walls? They're like flying saucers and aliens right. on the cave walls. Like 
<laughs> or, how do you know those fucking? How do you know those cave guys didn't just eat a mess of mushrooms that right. they found, trip yep. their balls off, <laughs> just start drawing loony shit that comes to their mind? Well, what if it was like a children's book for their small kid? Yeah, like, look, right. there's a man who come from this guy with free elk. <laughs> you, know, you, know, <laughs> you know, you don't you don't know what the fuck they're drawing. You just right. found some scribbles yeah. on a wall. Yeah, you know? if you found some of my drawings, you'd be like, what? That guy looked like a. There was Did people that look like dicks. Get that. You see that hand and that not that one, below that. This, the oh. drawing pad. That's some shit I found oh, wow. from from my high school years. Dude, that's awesome. This is from when I was like fifteen. I'll, I'll Dude, put that's crazy. There. Yeah, I put some. You need to scan all this shit in, man. Yeah, it's I'll put amazing. some of it online. I you guess. are a hundred times better than I, I I was, and I did it all the time. This that's is awesome. like. This is like from when I was a kid. It is a super cat, huh? Oh shit. Like some shit that I drew. I used to draw a lot. Oh, that's like, badass. Bruce Lee. I used to, uh, that's what I really used to want to be, is a, a, an artist for uh, comic oh, books. that's cool. Yeah, so that 1982, so I guess I was 15. 1982. Yeah. I was eight years old. Yeah, I was older than you, son. I love how all your shit's monsters. It's You're all You're so death. scared of monsters, man. Yeah. Goldilocks and the two bears. <laughs> ah, I'm gonna have sick. to do something with these because I don't really draw any anymore. That's bad. Uh, that's sweet. I don't. Here's a, a Wolfman one. I was always into werewolves. That's why I was so bummed out that uh, that Benicio del Toro movie fucking sucked because uh, it did fucking it's suck. A, act like it didn't happen. Is that yeah. waterfalls? Or you just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, ninjutsu. Look at this one. Ping on the bed, ping over the bed, ping from the bed, ping under Wait, the bed. Wait, you drew all that? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck what? is wrong with me. Like, it's like describing different all ways different to ways pee to pee. on the bed. It's like peeing on the. This might have been some like project that I had to do for school. I got like in trouble all the time because of, it was when I was on the wrestling team. I drew the wrestling logo for our high school wrestling team. Oh, that's cool. When um when I was this well, I also drew the logo for our um our school we had like T-shirts for Newton South we had lion so I drew the lion I used to do that too I did the Worth the Worthington uh, Kilborn official bungee jumping shirt which is <laughs> a cardinal bungee jumping that's funny but uh oh that's another one that's oh from, I didn't show that that's yeah cute. that's from a picture from there's an old uh, I think it was Long Cheney Jr. or no I don't remember which one which werewolf movie. Maybe it was Oliver. Mer I don't know which one it was. Some, oh, Whoa, that's cool badass. One. Dude, Some look how good it looked in color. You got to color it. That I drew. But uh, before, oh, here's Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty, the axe murderer. I drew a lot of axe Damn, murderers. You should, you should put all this shit in your book. Yeah, I'll do something with it, Conan. That's fun. That's when I was into Conan the Barbarian. Uh, dude, that's now. See, that's amazing. Yeah, that's another werewolf. I was fucking obsessed with werewolves for whatever fucking gay reason. That's hilarious. I just, uh, I've always loved Wolfman movies. The but werewolf, uh, though, wasn't like your father or anything. Nah. Like that. <laughs> no, I just was, I think I was an angry kid and I was always obsessed with the idea that you could, uh, I think what represented to me was like, you know, that you, you could be calm and normal and then some shit happens and just, you know? right. You know, maybe like I, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to fucking hulk out on people and turn into a werewolf and kill motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't know. When you're an angry kid, it's never good. But I, um, I, w I totally wanted to be a comic book artist. 
But my uh, high school art teacher was a douchebag. Really? He was just suppressive and annoying and unhappy and no, had no joy. There was no happiness, this man. Everything that was sucks. serious. Like, his art was serious. And, you know, and he would draw. And I didn't even think he was that talented. It was like, he would draw, like, boring shit. You know, he would, like, draw, like, pears and stuff. You know, like a bowl, a fruit bowl. Yeah, he was old like, school. hey, faggot. You know, I got a camera. If I want to see fruit, right. I'll take see, a picture of it. Yeah, you know, there. let me see it. You got a photo of Wolverine fighting Spider-Man? No, you know, <laughs> just shut the fuck up because that's what I like. Yeah. And he was telling me that what I like was like juvenile and then it was like foolish and then like my, and I was like, you're just suppressing what I like. You know, totally. I like watching, you know, fucking monster movies. I like reading comic books. Totally. Is there something wrong with that? It's just entertainment. Yeah. I hate when people pretend that their entertainment somehow or another is like more valid or more sophisticated just because it's like serious, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like people who love serious movies, like I don't like, you know, comic book movies. I like serious movies. Like whatever, man. Are you learning something when you go to see like like, you know, some depressing Sean Penn movie? Are you learning something when you go to see those movies? Learn to get in touch with my emotions, Joe. It was that River movie, whatever the fuck. River runs through it. No, the the Sean Penn one. Oh, Bond Mystic River. Mystic no. River. Is that what it is? I don't know, I don't whatever. But it was like you know, and everybody's like, it's such an important film. Like, what? What? What film is important? Yeah. Okay, they're fucking movies, man. You go to a movie, you enjoy yourself, you have a good time. It takes you someplace, it gives you some thrills. You know, there's a lot of shit you don't know what's happening. Things get resolved. How's this going to, what's going to go down? That's all it is. It's fucking entertainment. And the idea that your entertainment, because it represents like things that happen in real life, is somehow or another superior to like superheroes or monsters. Like, please, just stop it. I had a good art teacher. Like, it's funny because I would get C's and D's in every class because I would uh, sleep except for art, which I straight A pluses took every class. But my teacher was cool. And like a lot of my paintings, I look back and I'm like, wow, she let me do this. Like one was called Pool Table on Acid. And she gave me an A minus. And it was just really? a pool table with a monster coming out of it and everything was melting. <laughs> well, why not? That's cool. I, like, I didn't have to draw fruit. She didn't make me do any of that shit. I, my teacher used to say shit to me like, you know, like, well, you know, what if you get a job where you have to draw a, a baby for a diaper commercial? I want to see you draw a baby for a diaper commercial. And I'm like, oh man, like, you, why are you fucking killing my bugs, dude? Draw a baby for a diaper commercial? Like, is that my future? Is right. that what I have to look forward to? Yeah. Drawing diaper ads? Yeah. Like, he was like, re like, my dream was to do comic book illustrations. And he was telling me, basically, you need to have skills because you're not going to reach those dreams. And what if you have a job that's just you as an illustrator doing boring stuff? Well, you have to draw boring stuff. And I was like, you fucking buzzkill, you know? <laughs> and this guy was just a, a dumpy, physically out of shape, unhealthy person. And he was just, just depressed all the time. And so I killed my, my effectively, I, I went, I only went for two years to art, art class. I believe it was 14 and 15. And I think by the time I went into my junior year of high school, I think I said, fuck that guy. I'm tired of this. This yeah. is annoying. So I just drew on my own from then on. And that effectively killed my, my wanting to uh, go to school for art. I had like, was looking at art colleges and shit and had, uh, you know, scholarships lined up and trying to figure out where to go. It's like the only thing I had a chance in getting any sort of a scholarship in. Yeah, but meanwhile, it's just teachers, man, you know, you don't realize what a gigantic fucking effect having a good or a shitty teacher can have on yeah. you. Yeah, 
But they're you know they're cutting their salaries over and over again. I just saw it's they're nuts. cutting it again. Yeah. And I think teachers should be one of the most important things ever. You know, like up there with doctors. And yeah, stuff like it's that. gigantic. Yeah. It's it's amazing how we we're so shorted when it comes short sighted when it comes to that. Yeah. What is that? You're it's raising the bizarre. child from the beginning. That should be the most important thing. It should be huge. People that can influence your children and, and people that say mean shit. Like, I will never forget I had a math teacher in high school who was just fucking boring and the class was boring and she was this black lady who had a black accent. Like, she would mispronounce words all the time. She had terrible grammar. And yet she would, like, shit all over you if you didn't understand her, her, her math problems. And she uh, was in there doing her math problem, and I was bored, and I was, like, drawing or something. Usually, that's what I did in class. I would draw all over my notebooks and stuff like that. And she goes, uh, she looks up, and she uh, sees me not paying attention. So she goes, Mr. Rogan, would you like to come up here and do both of these problems for the class? And I said, do you want me to do both of those problems? <laughs> and everybody started fucking howling. And so she said, go down to the dean's office right now. I said, okay, but when I get back, I'm going to do both of those problems. <laughs> and everybody was laughing. She goes, go ahead, laugh at Mr. Rogan. Mr. Rogan ain't going nowhere. He's going nowhere in life. And I'm like, at least I know how to say both. And she goes, get out of my classroom. And she kicked wow, me out. Wow, that's so awesome. That was like the beginning of my time as a stand-up comedian because I, I felt like I was defending myself. Like, I wasn't right. doing anything to you. I was just sitting there scribbling in my notebook, you know? Right. I just I wasn't it. paying attention because I was bored out of my fucking head and yeah. I had problems with authority. Yeah. But she just, you know, liked to be the, the lady to call on you if you ain't paying attention. You know, like she would, she would get mad. But I mean, meanwhile, this fucking bitch couldn't even speak right. She said both. Would you like to come up here and be, do both of these? I will never forget it. It's like, in my mind, it's like a movie playing out. Because the anger in my head that this fucking dummy was trying to make me look dumb in front of everybody just because I was scribbling and I wasn't paying attention to your... My, my opinion on math was always like, okay, math is very essential. But don't we have calculators now? We do. Right. And isn't there like an endless supply of batteries? There is. Done. Right. Like, I'm done. I'm, I've, there's only a finite amount of things to pay attention to in the day, and I, I don't give a fuck about these wacky equations that you're making me solve and figure out. I know how to add. I know how to divide. I know how to multiply. Like, is it, or are we done here? Right. Do I have to keep going? Is this really going to, you're, you're making me be a fucking square peg and fit into your fucking round hole. You know, it's like, I'm not, I don't want to do what you want me to do. Like, this is nonsense. It's weird nowadays. I can't even imagine going to school with Google. Because then yeah. I'd be like, no, I don't want to learn it. I could just search it if I need it. I don't get what you Dude, <laughs> dude that was a problem. I used to watch a lot of documentaries even when I was a kid. And I got in trouble. Again, like people would say, like, you're a comedian. Were you a class clown? Like, I was not really a class clown. What I used to do, though, is draw a lot of cartoons about our teachers, like, getting involved, Native. doing shit. And yeah. we had this one teacher that was really annoying, Mr. Holman. And H-O-L-M-A-N, very serious. But he was wrong about a lot of shit. And I was, you know, I was fucking 15 years old and uh, I was uh, in class and I was, again, bored out of my fucking mind. He had a science class, but at least science class is a little more interesting. Right. But he started going on about Lake Erie. Lake Erie's a dead lake and this and that. And he started talking about all the pollution that's involved in Lake Erie. And I said, well, actually, I just saw a documentary that was on PBS that was talking about the resurgence of Lake Erie. About how Lake Erie, they've worked very hard to filter out the water and they've done all these different things to cut down the pollutants. And they've seen a resurgence in, in the, the fish population. And he got all fucking mad at me. And I was like, have you seen this documentary? He goes, no, this is not true. And I'm like, wow. it's not true. It's on PBS. I watched it last night. Right. I'm like, oh, man. All right. So you're just like them. So the next time we're in class, 
um, he had like these things that would pull down like projection, projection screens, screens yeah. and I, I pulled the projection screens up and I drew cartoons of him. <laughs> and then I, I pulled the projection screens down and covered them. Yeah. So he went to draw on the chalkboard. Yeah. And as he pulled the chalkboard up, there's all these fucking cartoons of him, yeah. like saying wacky shit. And yeah. he had this thing that he would do, like he would do this, this crazy thing with his hands where he would move his hands like this. And then I had this other teacher, Mr. White, and he was only like five foot two. So I drew him all the time. But every time I drew him, I drew him standing on something. He was standing on a box or standing on a chair or standing on a stool. And I drew it just like him. It's so funny, dude. And I had a one, an anthropology teacher who uh, was obsessed with Jane Goodall and the monkeys. You know, Jane Goodall lived, lived yeah. with chimpanzees. So I drew this one kid who was this football player who was a nice kid, but he was always kissing her ass because he wanted her to like him so he could get better grades. So I drew him banging her and uh, like, it fucking looked like her. It looked like him. And I drew him banging her saying, you know, she was like, oh, give it to me monkey style. <laughs> and I passed it around the class, you know. Like I got suspended on two separate occasions for drawing cartoons. That's funny. I got sent home for drawing I, 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 cartoons. Me too. That's the only thing I would normally get in trouble for. I would do the same things, but with overhead projectors. I would like draw <laughs> like dicks and penises. There was an Indian guy in our class. I'd always make fun of his farts because he had really bad farts. And then one time they pulled the whole class out and they're like, "All right, uh, Omar has really bad gas because of his diet, and it's not funny. And if you guys make fun of it anymore." You guys are all going to be in trouble. I remember this speech. So, of course, then I only drew Omar for the rest of the year. I draw this like, Indian guy farting on people and stuff like that. How ridiculous is that you're telling kids not to make fun of farts because it's not funny? I know. It's... Like, how disingenuous is that? You cannot tell someone that farts aren't funny. As oh, soon as you say right. farts aren't funny, I'm not listening to you anymore. Right, Because right. you're not being honest with no. me. You can say farts don't smell. Yeah. Can you imagine if you love smelling farts? There's people that do. That's like fart porn. Have you ever seen fart uh, porn? Oh, yeah, you're right. There's fart porn where dudes get their head right in girls' faces and girls uh, fart in their mouths. God, I've got such a heart on now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this before, about how your farts smell awesome, but other people's farts yeah, smell terrible. To so, you, your farts smell the best. Except once in a while, one that's out that you're, like, ashamed at. Nah, you're like, I never. had one the other day. It's pretty bad. Never. Not when I'm by myself. Really? When I'm by myself, it's always like, wow. I always smell my own farts, enjoying it. Everybody does that. I think even girls do that. They just don't want to admit it. Girls cut farts. Oh, and like, totally. Oh, damn. Totally. But what is that? I mean, why why is there an evolution? I mean, it's got to be something. If everyone does it, like, what is it? I think what? it's like your body sending out like a spray for mating, but it's probably no. masturbation. What? <laughs> <laughs> what a ridiculous theory! It's so you won't knock up uh, and get pregnant. You, you smell your, your own ass. Like, oh. Stick your own dick in your own ass. Oh, fucking awesome! I want to mate myself. <laughs> I want, no, but why do you think that people like their own farts? Why is that? Uh, something I don't know, twisted man. about that. It's because it's like it's it's food that you ate already. So this guy says this guy says it's called pika, the urge to eat smell eat random things. I thought I think pika, pika is actually dirt, right? yeah, it's people that have mineral deficiencies yeah. to the point where they're they eating paint yeah. and dirt and I was just thinking about that the other day how weird that would be eating dirt and just like craving it like I need this dirt. <laughs> Can you imagine? Dude, well, you think your get brain it. could easily be wired wrong. Yeah. yeah. You think about all the different connections inside people's brains. Now think of people like my friend John Jacques Machado, my original jiu-jitsu instructor. He was born without um, his one hand, uh, his left hand. He doesn't have all of his uh, fingers. His left hand only has like a thumb and like nubs. Hmm. 
you know, and that's how he was born. Deficiency. Yeah, it's, it's some, some, I mean, I don't know what it was exactly, some sort of a disease, but he's born without fingers. If you're born without fingers, you could be born with crazy connections in your head that make you love other people's farts. You know, you could be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's possible. I mean, we look at like autism and what they don't understand about autism, but some people who have autism can do crazy things. Like there's a child um, that can uh, see a place, like let's look out, out the window at, a, at, at like a city and then draw the city in exact detail like down to the fucking street signs and down to the alleyways. I mean, it's incredible. There's there's videos of on, uh, online doing it. I mean, he can just look at an image of a place or go to a place and see something and just completely recreate it in his mind. And yeah. it's he has a version of autism. You know, it's like the whole Rain Man thing. It's like, what is that? Like, what what is, how you know what the fuck is going on that you can see something and record it like exactly? But you and I have no chance. I mean, if I had to draw my backyard, it would be all off. Right. And I've been in my backyard a fucking thousand times. But if I had to draw it, it would be all fucking wonky. Yeah. You know? What the fuck is that? I don't know. It's really weird. Uh, I know a friend that is that. Uh, friend's uh, uncle is that. I met him once. He's autistic? Yeah. I met him once. And he's always like talking about like how he used to sit on his mom's shoulders during parades and stuff like that. Wow. He met me once, though. And then... Every year, he can't stop exactly talking about me to her. Like she's Whoa. like, "Where's Brian?" That Brian said he was going to the store this one time, and like, like remembered everything about me. He buys me gifts. You Whoa. know, we broke up a long time ago. So, <laughs> so it's like she's like, "Dude, he bought you gifts, and, and he knows everything about you. Wow. He won't stop talking about you." But then, wow, it's so weird. That dude wants to fuck you. That dude wanted me. That's strange, man. I mean, it's like the the potential of the human mind. You know, do you think it's because they, they there's obviously some there's some sort of a disconnect socially that with people that have autism. Do you think it's sort of like one of those things where people who can't see can hear incredibly? You know, it's like when you when you are missing one sense, your other sense is like supercharged. Yeah, I just I I, I don't know because I sometimes I think things like that, or I think what if. He knows exactly everything that's going on, but his mouth doesn't work. Kind of like when you're so fucked up and you're trying to say something, and you're just like, blah, blah. you can't give your, you know, what maybe. you're thinking out uh, in the right, language. maybe. And I'm like, that's it. That's but they're thing. unaffectionate. They're yeah. Like that's the thing with them. They're like, there's a social disconnect and a, a real disconnect. I mean, where they don't they don't express themselves. They don't smile as much. They don't make eye contact as much as other kids do. Yeah. You know, but in, in so doing that, in, in doing that, they have this incredible focus. Like I have a, a friend whose child, his son has a, a mild form of Asperger's, which is like an autism type of thing. Right. And his son is a jujitsu wizard. The kid's wow. a, an assassin. I mean, he's really, really fucking good. Like, like goes at it head to head with like world champions. He's like really, really good. And one of the reasons why he's really good is he has this intense ability to focus on things. And, you know, he's not so good socially, doesn't have a girlfriend, not so good at, like, having buddies. But, goddamn, you get on the mat with that motherfucker, he remembers every move. And really? he's countering your moves and uh, advancing wow. and moving forward. And he taps, like, really high-level black belts all the time. Hmm. You know, it's like autistic doesn't necessarily mean super, super intelligent. It doesn't necessarily mean, you know, uh, some sort of a, a Rain Man-type genius. But it has the potential. It, which makes me think, I wonder if it's, you know, almost like, there's so many people that are autistic, dude. It's like one out of a hundred now, you know, and it's advancing over the years. I wonder if it's possible that, you know, I mean, people say that it's due to environmental conditions. It could be due to pollution. It could be due to diet. It could be due to the hormones in our food. There's a bunch of different 
like theories on what causes autism. But if it's happening in, in, in much greater numbers than it ever has before, and that's debatable as well, because some people say it's not. There's just more people are diagnosed as being autistic now because they've changed the diagnosis. But that's, that's under debate as well. But what if it's sort of a next stage of evolution? What if emotions and, and dealing with you know, the way uh, human beings have always been like really emotional? And what if that's not going to be necessary in the future? What if that's slowly being phased out? Because human beings don't have to use our fight or flight, you know, reflexes and instincts anymore because, you know, we're not running from fucking saber-toothed tigers and shit. Basically, we're just dealing with civilized society. And as society becomes more and more civilized and as society becomes more and more modern, more people are born with this detachment from emotions. And one of the reasons why I thought this is because of um, Amish people. And Amish people live their life in a very uh, traditional, old-school sort of a way. You know, it's kind of a fucked-up, wacky religion, but, you know, they drive around in horse-driven buggies, and they build their own houses, and, you know, and I don't know if they even use electricity. Do some of them use Some of them use electricity. Some of them drive in regular cars. Some of them have real jobs, mm-hmm. and they're Amish. Uh, it just depends what kind of Amish they are. Right. But the, the whole premise originally was that these people right. lived like a certain group of Off people lived hundreds of years ago. Well, they have a much, much, much lower um, uh, history or much, much lower numbers of autistic children. Much lower. It might be just something like cell phones and the signals of cell phones and like beepers and, and all the shit that started that's making it increase. Or it could just be like Splenda. You know, it could be something we're not even thinking about. We don't know, and that's what's right. stupid. Aspartame. Aspartame yeah. and shit like that. It, it could easily be. We don't know. I mean, right. the only way to do... The, you know, there's a lot of theories about, you know, um, you know, people say that uh, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of anecdotal evidence about vaccinations. And there's a lot of people say there's no scientific connection whatsoever, and people always want to jump on that. And, you know, you're wearing tinfoil hat, this whole thing about autism. What people don't realize is thousands of people have been paid off by the Autism Court of America because of, uh, I don't remember the exact title of the court, but I believe it is Autism Court. Uh, not Autism Court, excuse me, Vaccination Court. Mm-hmm. Like the vac- let, me, let me find the, the exact uh, number and the exact uh, theory because um, one of the Kennedys, I think Robert Kennedy Jr., is uh, heavily involved in this shit. And a lot of people have been paid off by Vaccine Court because, uh, and it's in the thousands of families, because of their their children suffering from brain damage after uh, being vaccinated, that they had brain swelling and brain damage, and they received sizable uh, rewards from the courts. Now, if that's really true, how do we not know that you know you, you're not damaging other shit with vaccinations, especially like heavy duty vaccinations with thumerosol and all that stuff that's been linked? I mean, the, the stuff that they removed from from vaccines. It's a real heavy debated issue because people don't want to think a people who have had their children vaccinated they don't want to think that they've done anything wrong to their children and people who have children that are autistic they want to blame someone and so they try to blame the vaccination but the bottom line is you know you're injecting chemicals into your baby when you're not even supposed to give kids fucking peanut butter you're not even supposed to give babies peanut butter because they might have a peanut allergy right but yet you can shoot them up with all these fucking chemicals yeah you know i don't know you know this whole jenny mccarthy debate you know and she's running around saying that you know vaccinations cause autism to their kids, but I have friends that say their kids were normal. We have a friend that we know that say his kid got the measles, mumps, and rebellion, and then instantly was different. Like, instantly. Became detached, got fucking weird, and, and, and the kid has some serious autism now. 
whether or not it's connected or whether or not he had a pre-existing condition that was exacerbated by those vaccinations that's possible as well but who the fuck knows what's causing all this shit? It could be, you know, just the amount of pollution, the higher levels of uh, carbon dioxide in the air. It could be, you know, the preservatives in food. It could be, you know, it could be a bunch of shit, but it also could be the civilization. It could be the fact that as civilization progresses, the need to have all these emotions and the need to, to exist the way people have always existed is, is morphing. It's changing. You know, we're going to be like fucking aliens. I mean, if you think about, like, all the depictions of aliens in uh, science fiction, the advanced aliens, they're always super unemotional. Take me to your leader. You know, it's like that type of shit. It's like we kind of inherently know that emotions are sort of holding back progress. And as human beings become super technical or su super uh, technologically evolved, that eventually we're going to get to a point where we're not irrational and emotional. You know, and you think about like the shit that happened with that crazy girl that got you arrested. Like, what what was that? It's nutty emotions, like chaos and emotions. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about almost all murders. That's and, why Japanese people never have domestic violence issues. Well, they do have <laughs> Japanese. They do. That's silly. Do you don't even have any issues to support this, son? I mean, um, you you know, but but you think about that. Like when when we think about like alien life, super advanced alien life, you know. The guy from the day the Earth stood still. He's always super stoic and unemotional. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we kind of inherently know that that is the future, that that's where we're headed. And that's autism. I mean, it's kind of a fucked up thing to think. But, I mean, maybe all these people, like one out of a hundred, have autism. And the debate as to whether or not it's been, you know, just they've changed the diagnosis. I don't know if that's the case, and I don't think you know either. A debate as to what is causing it. Look, the only way you know what's causing it is you take the exact same biological human being, you do a bunch of shit to him, he has autism, you go back in time, you try it without the shit, you see if he develops autism. You, you start removing things. Other than that, I mean, it's just speculation. When you're dealing with these kind of numbers, one out of 100, I mean, that's, these are pretty significant numbers. You know, you have 1,000 people, you have 100 autistic kids. You know, that's nutty, man. That's crazy. You got a hundred thousand. There's a lot of goddamn people. Have you ever seen retard porn? Oh, there is there retard porn? Yeah, have you ever seen it? What if they do retard fart porn? Would that be the oh, end? Oh, retard fart porn would be awesome. <laughs> no, well, it's weird because like retard porn, like you feel like you're watching something illegal, but then you're like, wait, this is an adult. But then you're like, wait, he doesn't really know he's getting fucked with that dildo in his asshole. No, it, they do dildos. Oh, dude, I saw. Oh. Some, the other day, some hardcore retard oh, porn oh. where this girl who was also retarded was shoving a dildo up this retarded guy's asshole. And the girl seemed like more retarded, but the guy, I don't know, it's so weird. And I, I started watching, oh. and I'm like, what? And I, 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 it was awful. That's I so don't, don't ever watch it. Don't ever watch it. Well, you know, that's the thing about we, talk, we talked about porn, like who buys porn today. Yeah. The problem is, like, fucking nobody's buying porn. Yeah. So to make money in porn, they got to go deep. You well, know, you know, porn always has these walls that they hit, and they always come out of it, because when it, the bottom line is, uh, there's always going to be porn, you know? Like, yeah, you know, but where, how do you make money, though, when there's so much of it already well, on the internet? You know, it's really amazing how, uh, like, movies and stuff like that are having a hard time getting their videos off the internet, but right. if you try to find, like, a movie, uh, like, if you want to find this, a certain movie in porn... A lot of these websites all work together, like these these U porns and stuff like that. Like they'll give you a 30, 30 minute, thirty second clip or something like that, but they're keeping the majority of their main movies off all these websites, which I find um, real amazing. What do you mean? Like uh, if you're trying to find a like a Jenna Jameson movie, like right. a two hour Jenna Jameson movie, compared to seeing Avatar. 
Okay, Which so, one? <laughs> you, so, but you can get it on BitTorrent easily. Yeah, but not. You know how many porn stars are that are not on BitTorrent? Really? It's not the same as as like Pirate Bay. You know, porn's harder to find. I bet you're wrong. I bet if you go to news groups and shit, I bet they trade shit at a, a rapid rate. I think you're just not a obsessed. It's porn just not. It's just not world. there as much, though. Is what I'm saying. I mean, you can go to Pirate Bay has a lot of porn. They have porn on yeah, Pirate Bay. They have Bay. some porn, but it's not Pirate. Pirate Bay is not about porn though. It's more like about like wares and. It's about movies, and movies, music, videos, files. It's about everything. It really is about yeah. porn. But it's not the same percentage of porn. Like twenty five percent of everything on the internet is pornographic. Well, I'm just saying that the the main the, the reason the thing that porn's getting into the most, I guess nowadays, is having personal websites. So if you find a girl, oh, I see, if I you see. have a you find a girl like so and so down Sasha the street, Gray. yeah, you become a member for nine bucks right. a month, and, and you get her in her webcam shows. just sitting yeah. there playing with her butthole. You know? So. Yeah, that's like the big deal, right? Is webcam shows right. for those girls? It's like VIP have to, Facebook pages. It's like that girl that's on our our uh, message board, Crazy Amber. Yeah, Crazy Amber literally makes her living by doing like live webcam shows and does she's shows a founder and... she's one of the first girls to ever do HD video on the internet for porn too. Yeah. yeah she wrote about it on our website remember yeah. she had like a press release it was like six years ago yeah right? HD 2004 she <laughs> yeah. was doing it yeah yeah she's a pretty fucking she's heavily uh, tech tech yeah, associated she's cool. yeah she's I don't know what her website is though it's a crazy I think it's crazyamber.com or amber's amateurhardcore.com or something yeah just look up crazy Amber. you'll find her you want to find her to find her she's yeah. crazy amber on the rogan board um if you don't know what the rogan board is i got a forum that has like it's almost like three million it's up to uh, posts on it it's a pretty wild forum any fucked up news anything that's going on anything that's crazy any new video that came out anything that anything bananas is on forums.joerogan.net the rogan board um if you get on the board and you sign up and you can be a member anybody can be a member but if you're a dickhead, if you act like a retard, we pink you. And what pink you is, is there's two forums. There's one forum that's the regular forum. It's called Shit Talking 101. And there's another forum that's called Special Ed. And what Special Ed is, is when you are too fucked up, you need too much attention, you cause too much trouble, you start fucking, you know, just harassing people and being annoying, starting dumb arguments, saying stupid shit. Or you're a creepy shit. stalker. I've noticed, yeah. especially with Twitter, there's a lot more creepy stalkers than I thought there was. There's just a bunch of people <laughs> out there that are fucking nuts and that you wouldn't ordinarily let them into your life. And now because of the internet, you know, they get into your life and you got to figure out a way to filter them. You know, I mean, look, <clears throat> sometimes we have this chat here and uh, I look at the chat and sometimes people are just constantly saying dumb annoying stupid shit over and over and over and over and over again but the beautiful thing is you just click on them and ban them you know and that's the beautiful thing about twitter too like some people twitter you stupid shit and all they're trying to do is get your attention yeah that's all they're trying but to what's do. scary is like there's a few people that they wake up from the morning to sleep every three minutes writing a message you're like, this is what this person's oh, on the life board? is. Yeah. No, like on Twitter, yeah. stuff like that. Oh, like, yeah. Like, some of these people really creep me the fuck well, out. Well, it's giving them a direction, too. It's giving some people, like, something to do, something to look forward to. They get to interact with, you know, all these different human beings, man. Like that Slurpella girl that you guys always talk about. What are you doing, man? You're talking to shit. She's right there. <laughs> she fucking has the one-sided conversation. She's been trying to fuck me for the last two months. Just fuck her, dude. Why are you such a But I have not said one word to her, but every, every she, day she 
good to right you. over the fuck your face. Are we going to... Wow. Just, ah, You're ah. a handsome fella. She wants some dick. I don't see anything wrong with I that. Just She's just forward. <laughs> She's just forward. She's a forward young lady. I don't think but you know what's funny is like I, I, I follow her sometimes and she's like having full-on conversations with Jenna Jameson like right back and forth and I'm like that's and funny. And Jenna goes back and forth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do you think of the Goldman Sachs case? Do you know about that? Do you, know that you know what Goldman Sachs is? No. Goldman Sachs is a gigantic bank that's getting sued now by the federal government is actually looking into them and they're going to bring them to court and they're going to you know, they're going to try them and figure out how the fuck they defrauded people. They shorted what they did was they they sold people a bunch of uh, they they told people to buy things and then they banked against it. So they told people that what shorting means is like say if you uh, decide that uh, you know uh, you look at the market and you say okay this company is going to take a shit they're going to fall apart but you keep selling that company to your clients. You keep telling them, hey, you should invest in this company because this company is a good investment. But meanwhile, you're shorting, which means you're betting that that company is gonna fail on the side. And they made tons of money. They basically fucked over their customers and manipulated the whole system and made fucking hundreds of billions of dollars for this. And this is this guy, Matt Taibbi, who's been writing about this in, Wall Street, in um, uh, Rolling Stone magazine. Fascinating and infuriating articles all about the corruption that's involved in Wall Street. And it's fucking mind-blowing that they can still pull that shit off in 2010. You know, this is one thing I said on stage, stage this weekend, and I've been talking about this a lot. Like, you know, when people talk about, well, you don't understand the economy is complicated. Here's what I don't understand. There's the same amount of fucking people, okay? There's the same amount of shit, the same amount of metal, same amount of materials, the same amount of people buying things. Where the fuck did all the money go? What happened? Well, the, 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 the stock market crashed and the housing market was inflated and fell apart. What the fuck are you even saying? What does that mean? To me, that means that the system's bullshit. It means the whole system is fucking nuts. I think like, everyone knows that system's bullshit, though. I don't know why you're so surprised there, about something. It's not that I'm surprised. <laughs> I mean, what I'm surprised of is that it keeps going. It's, we've talked about this before that our system is like our culture, our, our system of government is like Windows 98, Windows 95 with like 100 viruses. And we're just throwing patches at it, trying to fix things, trying to work around stuff. But that's really what it's like. It's like this ancient fucking stupid system that doesn't work and it crashes all the time and it's got all these bugs and it's filled with corruption you know and yet still there's there's no solutions for it move to an island what can you That's do you I'm can't even move do. you can't even move son what are you gonna do over there for work i you're gonna fucking pick coconuts how about pick, you going back to manually <laughs> you would be so coconuts. happy <laughs> people that talk about like how they hate society the way it is right now you would be so fucking happy if you moved to an island, you had to like work for a living to come back here. You'd be so happy to go back to the way life was and just pay 28% you know, tax. Kind of. you pay. I remember when I was in high school and I was on vacation in Myrtle Beach, which is the whitest, trashiest vacation ever. But I remember talking to this guy and all he did every day was open up this like little shack that looked like a grass hut and make margaritas for people. And he just sat there every day. And we were t I was talking to him. I'm like, you do wow. this every day. He goes, fuck yeah. He's like, I see the hottest chicks. I sit here on the beach. I do nothing but make drinks, man. It's the That's... greatest life ever. I'm like, I love this guy. I was like, he makes just enough to probably, I mean, he probably can never make, you know, enough to buy like something huge or anything. Right, you know, but he gets by. Right, he gets by. He probably relies on the credit and stuff. But that as a life to me, I was like, oh, you just pretty much do what you like to do. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah, there's an argument for that, man. There's definitely an argument for the dude that checks out. Becomes yeah. like an expatriate, moves to Costa Rica. Right. Sits on the fucking beach and yeah. drinks margaritas while the world explodes in the distance. Yeah, I mean, there's an argument for that. My dad's about to retire. Uh, he's 
60 uh, something just about to retire this year and I'm like I'm like aren't you scared that you know you're not gonna have any income coming in at all and he goes it's kind of scary but you know I've saved up so much and I'm like yeah but you could have one hospital thing fuck your life up and then now you have to go back to work like 20 years later and you're gonna be out of the loop working at fucking grocery stores trying to pay for your wife to buy new diapers for her you know and that freaks me the fuck out yeah (laughs) how much does your dad have saved up I mean how many years worth of money I'm not really sure but it's probably it's over a million I would imagine you got over a million dollars oh yeah 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 yeah. I think that's what you see I don't are you sure yeah yeah I know but I don't Damn. Really so your dad's smart. Yeah, but still, but nowadays a million dollars. I mean, you go to the doctor and you get fucking chemo. You're right. you're paying like two hundred thousand dollars, you know, or something it's like true. that. Three hundred. Definitely make sure you keep up on your health insurance. Yeah, <clears throat> that's yeah. scary to me. It is scary. Like he could he could because he could live another fifty years. How old is your dad? Sixty two or something. How like the that? fuck is your dad gonna live 60. fifty years? Well, I mean, you know, I'm like, you know what I'm saying. He's never going to die. Joe. He's never going to die. <laughs> He's my no, daddy. No, no, but he could live forty years. What longer. does he want to do? Like when he retired, does he have a thing that he wants he to do? He likes. He's just like me, but with they didn't have computers, so he did everything else with like electronics and building things. So like he'll make like a hot tub in his living room, you know. That that build his own hot yeah, tub. Yeah, he'll build like the whole living room and hot tub just for fun. You know? Oh wow, that's like, kind of cool. It, 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 but, well, uh, things like that that keep they keep people happy, man. Hobbies and and things to do. Maybe he can invent something and sell it. Maybe he should concentrate on trying to do that. Well, he's been trying to break with a perpetual motion for the longest time. So he has all these perpetual motion machines in his basement. And you go in there and it's just magnets with bike, bike sickle tires. And like, like really? and he's got like 15 patents. He builds things all the time. But see, that it's like he builds a, a computer that gets radon out of your bathroom, you know? And then you're like, what, what's that? Radon gas. Yeah. Well, why doesn't he just, uh, I mean, that seems like a, a, like a really promising avenue pursuit. If he's that creative. Maybe he should just think about that. Think about, you know, like retiring and using all his time to try to come up with some new way to make income. Right. That's what I told him. He needs yeah. to, like, make something. Yeah. Why not? Fuck it, man. Dude, you know, better to take that chance at 60 than it is. 60, is that what you said he was? Mm-hmm. Better to take that chance at 60 than to take that chance when you're fucking, you're almost dead. And you're like, God, I should have done something interesting. You know, what if he what if he makes it and when all of a sudden he starts making a good living off of something he created? Oh yeah, and he doesn't That's have to I work That's and he just can get up at noon and yeah. fucking go to the coffee shop and you know. Check this out. Check this. Out how crazy sometimes things happen in life. You know, uh, they were supposed to come out and visit me next month, and he was going to retire the following month. And my stepmom was thinking about retiring the following month, and then uh, I broke up with my relationships, so they decided not to come. The following day, after deciding not to come. Uh, they're getting late. My, my stepmom's getting laid off, but because she had like over a week uh, of vacation time set aside that she'd never use, they have to like force some kind of like year pension plan or whatever. The, the bottom line is it's just because she did, they didn't take that vacation, she gets paid for a year for no reason. Uh, Whoa. An extra year. So if she would have visited me and bought that ticket, she would have been screwed. But it's just, ah, the corporate world. I, did, I love when the house. Do you believe in fate and stuff like that? And like uh, things that happen for a reason? Do you believe that? Do you think everything's kind of set out and you really can't change shit? It's easy to be cynical about that idea, but it's, it also seems sometimes like it almost seems like life is scripted. You know, and in your situation, I think it seems like it's sometime in my situation, in my life. It, it's uh, sometimes it seems so ridiculous that it almost seems like we are living our own movie, right? You know that that you know that, and and the more gonzo the fucking news gets, and the more bizarro 
you know, uh, our, our culture gets, the more it seems like a movie, the more it seems like it, uh, it almost seems fake. It almost seems like we're living in a dream, you know, and if you look at like some of the things that happen to certain people, you, you, you go, well, what's it attributable, attributable to? Is it, is it, can you attribute it to the fact that they have lived a positive life and so good things are, are happening to them? And is it karma? So is karma real? Because that's like one of the trippiest, spaciest of uh, notions ever. So is that what's really going on? Or is it because there's a grand plot to life? Is it because life is like a gigantic mathematical equation and there's like a set there's a set result that's going to happen no matter what. And it's all working towards that set result. And right. you, know, you getting a certain job and you meeting a certain person is all part of the grand plan right. of the universe. It's fucking weird. It is weird. It's, 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 you can't say one or the other. You can't say, yes, there, I believe in fate. Fate is real. I mean, you should consider it. But you also can't say fate's not real. And you, know, you decide your own destiny. Because I don't know if that's true either. You know, I mean, we are a weird combination of biology, of life experiences, of genetics. You know, there's there's a lot of shit going on. You know, how you interpret the life experience, the people you come in contact with that help you rethink the way you look at things. I mean, how many people have you ever met that inspire you and literally change the way you think about things? Oh, all the time. And right? it's, but it makes me wonder if I was supposed to meet, meet this person, person and right. go through this experience. And like a lot of times, I just want to like I feel like that lost sound is going on in the background. <laughs> You know, because it just seems like it's just like that. Like, it's just a weird, like, qu like I, some shit just seems fake. I think a lot of it is because you're living your life the right way. Yeah. I think you, a lot of it is you're living your life positive. You're not being shitty to anybody. You're not creating Well, karma is a real energy. thing, definitely. I definitely For sure. believe yeah. karma is a real That's why this fuck that's ratting out Larry King's wife. Yeah, he's going to get it. Shit's yeah. going to hit the fan for you, son. Yeah, he's going to have nipple cancer in two weeks. <laughs> it's going to get ugly. I don't know. I don't know if, if fate's true. And I think, you know, it's one of those subjects where people are very polarized on it. You know, there, there's some people uh, will, I mean, people will argue like vehemently that their side is correct because it's sort of like, like a Windows versus Mac argument. You know, it's like a religion versus atheism argument. It's like, you know, people want to be correct. They, they choose a stance. They choose a camp that they're in, you know, and that's fate is one of the weird ones. I'm open to the idea that there's a fate. I'm open to the idea that there's that life really is like some sort of a gigantic equation, mm -hmm. and that it's moving towards something. I don't know. I try to I try to keep an open mind about all that stuff because I think as soon as you decide that you have the information one way or another, you're being silly. Yeah, because then you're going to block off what you only hear what you want to hear, and then you're you're not living the right right. I mean, we have friends that believe in nutty things, and uh, we've had conversations with these friends that believe in nutty things, and you can tell they are not even considering the fact that these nutty things that they believe in are, in fact, just nutty things. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that's right. that's a disconnect, yeah. a, you know? And you you said it best when you said you're, you're not keeping everything on the table. No, you, yeah, that's rule number one. Right. Rule number one, you have to keep it all on and the table. And even when you have 100% everything on the table that you could possibly put on the table, why even bother taking the table away you know yeah. if something comes up right. there should be no reason to exactly <laughs> we, we get married to uh, an answer a yes or a no a side a, a for or against you know I mean it's like religion it's like anything else human beings are very insecure and you know our life inherently is insecure and because of that I think we try to we try to put things in a box so that we can deal with them well, they're in a box there it is we've got it labeled it's wrapped up okay Okay, God is not real. It's in that box. Let's move on. Right. Okay, do we like Windows or do we like Mac? I say Windows. Mac is for faggots. 
put it in the box. We're moving on. We're Max, in Max camp, camp PC. You're getting to this. This is just, well, for idiots. <laughs> idiots think that. You know, I don't know. I think, uh, I think uh, we hit two hours. That's yep. it. I think uh, this is good. We're going to end on a, a positive note, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so uh, thank you very much for tuning in. When you come back next week, we will have a couch. We will have uh, better cameras. We have uh, new video cameras coming in. Uh, the audio that's on uh, this week's iTunes will be, as we said, from a, a big beefed up MP3 recorder. And uh, it's supposed to be the best one you can buy. So hopefully that will be the case. So it'll be clean audio on the iTunes. We have two audios, two audio versions of it. And uh, we will continue to evolve it. If you have uh, any suggestions, please feel free to Twitter it. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. If you uh, um, join my forum, please don't be a douchebag. Forums.joerogan.net. And if you have any suggestions there. Feel free to put them in there. We appreciate it. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Next week, we will be sponsored uh, officially as of next week by the Fleshlight. We're going to get some Fleshlights and we're going to fuck them. I'm going to fuck the shit out of them. We're going to fuck these. these I'll, I'll even record audio of mine and we can listen to it. You can hear <laughs> yeah. me I, I, I'm not loud. You will just hear me going. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Record it. Record audio. We're going to meet with this dude this week and, um, <clears throat> and, uh, and get some... Um, so we got a sponsor now. So we're we're fucking professional. This is a professional show, goddammit. But hopefully still just as fun as it was before. Again, thank you very much, everybody. We appreciate the shit out of it. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you next week, Tuesday, as always. And Joe Rogan on Twitter, Red Band on Twitter. Yeah, and my Twitter is now just Joe Rogan. It's not JoeRogan.net anymore. It's just Joe Rogan. All right. Later, bitches.